2: Recorded live.
3: y'all know that that flag has never represented us or our freedom. So at this time, like the cracker would ask you to do I'm going to ask you all to stand. Put your black power fist in the air. Come on. This white if brown. any of you want the lyrics to this song or want the song, if you have a CD back there that you want the song with a paper, I will give it to you because
4: Power BB 48, my whole child, broken her feet on the ground. Radio, this is your brother, born. We come to get it in tonight. Things tank Thursday. We set it off with the praise, Nat Turner. Glory to Garvey. Long live the spirit of Dr. Khaled Abdul Muhammad. Praise Harriet Tubman. Glory to Ida B. Wells. Long live the spirit of Sister Finney Lou Hamer. Ah, uh, BB 48, what it do out there tonight, family. Um, your brother, uh, listen, family, we, we got a lot of things going on, but I want to apologize to family tonight for one thing is that we. On going in on after the money. What's next? Due to a couple of technical difficulties, we were not able to get our proper advertisement out for the
5: How are you tonight? Oh, my bad. I'm I'm good, man. I just just called in man. I had to
6: set off Brother Tim's show right before I left that joint, you know what I mean? And I uh, came hey, over buddy. here to see
2: what's
4: good, man. Yeah, and um and definitely wanna get that brother uh get that brother a big up over here. We uh earlier today we had a special earlier you know, if you want to, go into the archives and, and, and um, check that show with the brother Tim Black on there. You know, we were dealing with a little bit of news and just uh, some different commentary and just getting a perspective from another uh, media outlet which runs with that same spirit of uh, African liberation. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we uh, had the brother on earlier today, which was a wonderful thing, wonderful thing. Um, I got a special for the family, though. You know, I got a special for the family because I was blessed this uh, past weekend. um, Went to Georgia to go celebrate with my father for, um, you know, uh, went to do a surprise birthday party. And on the way back, you know, uh, I'm sitting on the airplane, and um, I'm sitting down, everybody's seated, and and lo and behold, I look up and all walks onto the plane, Dr. Leonard Jefferson. Uh, which was uh, you know I, I I thought I was seen a rock star on the plane, you know, and um I got a chance after the plane landed, we got to laGuardia when we got back to New York after the plane landed, I got a chance to um you know talk with the brother for about about twenty minutes, you know hold a nice little- uh, hold a nice conversation with him, and he it was his it was his birthday. The, uh, the brother just turned 79. That was this Tuesday. He just turned 79 this past Tuesday. And I got a blessing and a treat from him. And, and what he gave me was a, a conversation that he had with the New York Mayor, Ed Cox, in regards to uh, african Center thinking and just um, the role of the African in America and um, just dealing with the outright racist ideology that the Caucasian holds. And so what, what, um, what the brother blessed me with was a conversation between him and Ed Koch, Koch, Koch whatever the fuck you want to call the small hat, whatever. It's up to you. And I would like to, you know, if, if the family was all right with it, I'd like to share, I'm listening to it for the first time, I, I listened to it just a little bit, and I stopped it. I said, no, I'd, I'd rather share this with the family because it was, a, it was a gift from the brother, and I wanted to share that with the family, If the, you know, if it was all right for the family, you know, just to sit back and just take a listen to Dr. Leonard Jeffries and Ed Cott um, chop it up and see, you know, and see where this conversation goes to. Go ahead, bro. All right. Yeah, because... But we will we will have that topic right for Saturday. We got all the advertisements, you know, we'll have all the advertisements out because, um as I said, the, the, that topic of after the money, what's next is very important in this time. It's a very timely subject, and we want to make sure that we put in the right you know, we, we get enough of the right uh, players, as many of the players in the community as possible, in on this conversation, and, you know, we want to bring in some of these economic experts and things of that nature, and, you know, and see exactly where, uh, where that theme is headed to, where, where are we going to after we get the money, because as um, Brother McGrath said, it's not a thing that we can't get the money, we already acknowledge that we can receive the money, we're not... You know, we ain't afraid to make the money, and it's not a thing that we can't get money. But after you get money, what's next? 35,000 millionaires, black millionaires in the country. So, you know, we got 35,000 black uh, black men and women with the money already. But what's next after that? But is there anything the family want to add on? You know, like I said, man, it's a, you know, it's Think Tank Thursday. It's always open. It's always an open line. But um, i want to put this, I want, I want to just, you know, sit back and listen, listen, um, listen to this conversation between Dr. Leonard Jeffries and Ed Koch. You know, as I said, it was a, it was a, a gift from the brother, and I want to pass that, that gift on to the family. Uh, black power was going on, brother. Little, I seeing black power out there. Sister Makia, I see our sister Monique from out there, South Texas. Black power, see our family. Black power. Let me be
3: 48,
4: everybody. What's up? I be 48, Queen. Be 48. I feel good to be back on the air. I ain't been on for a couple of days. Feel good to you know just to hear the people and see see the people out there. You know, that's always a good thing.
3: Black
4: like Power. Uh, so, uh, with that being said, family, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm I'm gonna pull this. I'm gonna pull this clip. Pull this DVD. Well, it's a, a CD actually. We'll pull this CD. of Dr. Leonard Jeffries and uh, former mayor of New York, of New York City, of New York City, Ed Koch Koch. Whatever you want to call them. So, family, tune in. It's definitely a uh, uh, powerful, powerful information going to come in here. you are going to get a lot of history, a lot of context for how we are to deal with the Caucasian, especially from one of our one of our elders that we know is an elder in the community that we can, you know, has verifiable work, credible work in the community. You know we are, are, are on the short end now of elders. You know, they're passing along very swiftly, and so it is a changing of the guard. And so we need to uh, make sure that we are, are in tune with the mind state of those who are here before they pass on. So again, with that being said, does anybody got anything they, they want to um, add on? What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna mute the lines and then just let it play, and then we'll unmute later and um, chop it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But um, that's how we gonna rock. That's how we gonna flow tonight. Slaughterhouse Saturday though is gonna be a special treat. You know, we gonna bring it. We gonna bring it in. It's gonna be nothing but the ruckus for all you motherfuckers. All right then. Well, let's let's get this thing started then, family. Your lines will be muted right now. Okay. All right. All right. Would you
2: like coffee or something?
0: Have a conversation, and um we're taking this so we'll each have a copy, and I'll give you one of the tapes so that you'll have it For yourself and all that much. now uh my my questions are to learn uh, more
4: than than to be confrontational all right, brother make a round yes is that is that clear enough family?
5: It's not really clear. Turn I think right. turn the volume
6: down. I'll turn the volume down a little bit. All right.
4: All right.
2: So what I what I want to ask you is,
4: uh, that uh black people are smarter than white people. I'd like to think that. Do you think that? But I have no ground for well, that.
0: We're gonna go back. We're we'll gonna start that over. How is it here? They will not even have a professional my cycle that allows us to finish the
2: can. The can's structure just full. Would you like coffee or uh, something?
0: Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Right. okay. I'll be right back. You All right. You. So
2: let's okay. just have a conversation.
7: And All right.
2: And... Um, we taping this, so uh, we'll each have a copy, and I'll give you one of the tapes so that you'll have
0: it for yourself. And now, uh, my my questions are really to learn uh, more than, than to be confrontational. So what I I want to ask you is,
2: uh, do you think that uh, black people
4: are smarter than white people? All right. Now, did you hear that clear? Is that better, brother?
6: Yeah, that's real clear. Do you think white people are smarter than black people? I heard
8: that.
4: All right, all right. I just want to make sure that it, I just want to make sure that it's cleared up so we can be able to hear it. All right. I'm gonna play it all the way through now.
2: I'd like to think that. Do you think that? But I have no grounds for that, and I don't. And no one says that, and I don't, I don't say that. The anymore. time says you said it. So
0: let's, let's have the time. Yeah. Let's, okay. okay. Uh, let's see what they said, and then maybe they misquoted you. Let's get the time. I want to say, right? If they misquoted you, let's know yeah. about it.
8: Yeah.
0: What the time says you said is. Mm-hmm. He, says, he has passed out puppets to his students that argue that an abundance of the skin pigment melanin gives. Blacks' intellectual and physical advantages over whites. Did you ever say that? No. And he doesn't say I said. it. In other words, he says that there's an article in a packet of information that we have that relates to melanin. And I read that article very carefully, when he, and it doesn't say that either. In other words, that's what Mr. Berger uh, said. And there are five things he said in reference to me, which I think is very important. There are five things. And all of those five... And we'll go over them individually. We're designed by Mr. Berger to stamp me a racist, an intellectual uh, maverick, and an anti-Semite. And that was supposed to be the nail, the final nail on the coffin, to put the curriculum of inclusion to rest. Over the last six months, eight months, I have been under the most vicious attack of any academician, I guess, in history. I, I mean, I'm, more than Professor Eleven. am fifty-three. No, but mine has been sustained. Uh, Professor Eleven has been ongoing. In other words, everybody is. Going, he's a maverick. Professor Eleven. I told him, I, I said, if you believe in your heart what you believe, speak your truth, and you don't have to rape me and other people in you know, stand up for what you believe. Does he? Oh, he, he's been doing it for years. I had to tell Bernie someone, the head of our faculty senate, that I'm not going to allow myself to be paired with Levin. I've done this over the years. Why are you different than Levin? Because we don't talk about superiority and inferiority. We don't talk about the uh, subordination of subordination of one race over another. we That's not what we're talking about. In fact, we introduce our classes by saying the information on the African experience will be immediately interpreted as subordination, uh, inferiority, superiority, superordination, subordination. We do not, we try to deal with the sweep of history and try to get the students to have a critical analysis of the sweep of history. Could I interrupt? Yeah. But so do you pass out literature that says that because of skin pigment melanin, blacks have intellectual and physical advantages over white. No. You mm-hmm. don't pass out no. this literature. I, I'll give you copies of literature. Oh, I, of I accept you your mean. statement. Uh, so you neither you take that position, nor does any literature that you pass right. out, and right. that statement is simply wrong. Right. It is okay, right. let's go on. Let's not bother then, with that. But the tragedy is, when you look at and understand melanin itself, it's almost ridiculous to raise the question of advantage, because... If Ronald Reagan or Mayor Koch and I stood out in the sun and my brother, it's quite clear that their medical physicians and scientists would tell them to make sure you're covered with a sunscreen or something to protect you from the ultraviolet rays of the sun. In other words, um, we try to deal with the melanin as a very sophisticated new field that has to be seriously explored. And on the superficial level of epidermal melanin, there is an advantage, no question about it, you uh, know. Uh, melanin was created by the sun as a protection uh, against the ultraviolet rays of the sun and also a. Uh, so um, what you're saying to me is that melanin provides a physical advantage to black. Definitely, there's no question. Okay, about so that. half okay. of that sentence is correct. That's right. Now. But we don't even say that, but everybody should know that. But, okay. But you believe that. No, it's not a matter of belief. You, you believe it's that it's a science, it's been scientifically established that melanin provides a physical advantage to blacks because it screens out the, the ultraviolet rays. Glover's well, okay. law. Glover's law. to argue about it. G L O G E R. Glover's law. Mammals in the sun develop melanin to resist the ultraviolet rays in the sun. It's it. okay. scientifically so, established. Right. So it's not something off the top of my head. I understand. That's why I want to get. You know, as we've discussed things, I want to say that what we try to do is provide some scientific, historical and documentation evidence sort of evidence for the thing. You just said that you believe melanin provides a physical advantage to blacks, which is what that reporter says he said. Now, the second part of his statement was that it provides an intellectual advantage. Does it in any way no, do that? No, and we don't say okay. that. Okay. And that's the kicker. That's, and you are a master at understanding these things. That was put in there to tie me with, uh, Levin's intelligence quotient. In other words, you've got to give Pope Jeffries in some way. You can't just say physical advantage, even though we don't even say that. And the article, I don't know where the article says that. We'll scrutinize the article or you'll scrutinize it. The article is written by a chemist who's letting black folks know that melanin is a very sophisticated part of the human development. Everybody has melanin you yeah, have a copy the article time. here that you can leave, with yes. you, so I, you can leave I have later. a dossier for you. No, yes. okay. I got books. Fine. I have to get but, your checkbook out. Okay. What's some of these books for right in the buy? He's not getting away with murder on this time. Um, but melanin has two major aspects. One, the deep aspect is neuromelanin. That's. We can get off melanin. Okay. Uh, I, no, not, but no. I'm not interested in melanin. You have just. No, know, but they have gone to Donahue Show. Every show. I this, Jeffrey's talking about melanin gets black people superiority. We're trying to take you, you, We're, you just told me it gives them a physical advantage screening out the ultraviolet rays. Right. That's a scientific uh, issue and uh, I think right. that, to say, uh, that it is uh, accurate. accurate. Even Black Report has taken this statement yeah. about an article that we passed out and discussed. Didn't say that I said anything. Yeah. You know, this is the Burger's view. This statement has been picked up across the world. Well I'm giving you, you an, an opportunity opportunity to intellectual and, and physical yeah. Supremacy. He doesn't even use the term supremacy. Advantage. advantage is right supremacy. Right. I mean, you have said to me, and if you want to change it, you can, mm-hmm. that you never said no. that there was an intellectual advantage no. that blacks had. You said that to me just now. Correct. Yes. You refuse that you ever said that. We don't have to go over that again. Okay. All right. Now, um, you, there's five things. Read the. In other words. Here's the, the overall thing you I'd like get to... Yes, Melanin.
9: Let me... An no, answer. no, but I'm
2: trying to give
0: you the overall thing that Berger was trying to... I, I, you did that initially. Let me ask you something. No, I didn't tell you. You, you, did. you. you said he was trying to get you. No, but he, he's a part of a whole process I understand. That's going on. You no. can't call Dr. I want to, 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 to him the, the plot and plan. Okay. Now, tell me about the Statue of Liberty, because I've only heard it from others, and also when you came in, he said, well, uh, let me not... What is your position as it relates to what the Statue of Liberty was originally to be? In terms of, of knowledge in general about the world, and particularly African people says an explosion, the beautiful thing is now our students are conscious of the explosion. They're tapping into it. They're reading the papers. They're finding articles. I had heard about the Statue of Liberty and having its origin in the African experience, but I didn't have all of the data and information. A student several months back gave me an article which had the information. Being a, a, that
8: yeah.
0: being a consummate scholar, I pursued it. I've been well trained. I've an enormous education. Very proud of it. I pursued it. Every item on that piece of paper I checked out. I got the New York Times June the 17th, uh, which had the May, New, May the 18th, New York Times, 86, which had a story on the Statue of Liberty and the African foundations of the statue. I got a hold of that. We could only get it on microfilm because it's a couple of years. I went to the New York Post. It was in the magazine section, section two. Went to the New York Post, uh, June the 17th, and they had a similar story. Right here. Uh, 86. All this is 86, the 100th anniversary of the, of the uh, inauguration of the statue. Then they said that the statue, in this article, they said that the statue, a model of the statue is at the New York City Museum, 103rd Street, and 5th Avenue. So I grabbed some of my students. And I said, we've got to go. Whenever there's an exhibit or something like that, I take students and say, we went. There was nothing there. But I insisted. i like you, in that sense, dog edit. I insisted there's got to be something. He said, you mean there's nothing on the 86th celebration of the Statue of Liberty? They said, not even a picture. I said, I cannot believe that. Finally because I was so insistent, they said, these are black people. There were no whites. There's were five blacks working this, working that, working this. this. Uh, the bookstore They said There's a guard Who was here in 86 Maybe he knows So they went And got this guard Happened to be a Haitian fellow And he said Of course The information is here He said Wait a minute He went and got the book By Trackenberg That I showed That's On the Bill Noble show Marvin Trackenberg Has written a book T-R-A-C-H-E-N G-R-A-C-T-E-N B-E-R-G Marvin Trackenberg Has written a book On the Statue of Liberty And in it He details How the Statue of Liberty Germinated And the various changes It went through Etc It's this thing and he also, and then he mentions the earliest images. But they also, in the article, say that there's a model of the statue. Of course, I want to nail it down. Does Mr. Trachtenberg in his book, so far as you know, uh, refer in any way uh, to, to the, the first black experience in terms of the first model being modeled on a black woman? Right. He does? He does. Did you personally see that in his book? Yes, and I would have.
8: Well, that's, that's okay. To bring we can get
0: it. Book, book. Right. We can yeah. Okay, so that you say is documented and tracked in the book. Yes. Okay, then I asked him, could we see the model? And he said it's locked up downstairs. You'd have to get permission from the director. But so here's the New York City Museum with nothing on the Statue of Liberty. This was in '86 when you went there. No, this
8: when you was went last there month.
0: Last month. I tell you, the student okay. gave me the, the item two months ago. I never got around to really looking it up because I've been too busy. I mean, okay. I'm running a department, one of the largest in the world in yeah. terms of African studies, and I'm traveling around with the world. Black History Month. I've been to okay. in the last two months. I've been to Africa twice and to England for a lecture series of eight days and, uh, one time. So I've been over three times in the last two months. At any rate, we pursued it down to the French consulate because I said the French information center of the French consulate should have some information. And I was going to Paris anyway, so I said I at least need to find out where in Paris these things are. And the French Information Center gave me an issue of winter, fall, or something, spring, 86, dealing with the Statue of Liberty. And one page, which I have here for you, uh, documents how the idea came about. It's called and The Liberty Legend. And it, talks the about black it mentions the uh, It mentions exactly what wow. happened. It mentions that. It shows a picture of Edouard Sané, Le Fleuve de la Boulet the Frenchman who had the idea of success. It shows the picture of Bartoli, the sculptor who did it. It explains that Edward Vanet de la was a French jurist, a historian, wrote a three-volume history of the United States. He was a libertarian in the mold of Victor Hugo, one of his best friends. He was one of these people who was so much of a libertarian, when John Brown was hung for Harpers Ferry, they sent a gold medal, Victor Hugo and, and uh, Auberlou to his widow. He pleaded with uh, Lincoln for years to make the Civil War a crusade against slavery. Can we, can we have that sheet? You're going to yeah, listen to me. You I listen. listen. Okay. But I, I'd like well, to, I to you, Listen, listen. Just give me a couple of minutes. I am. It's unusual for you, listen, but listen. I'm glad, I'm glad to see your patience. You don't exhibit it on TV yeah, and these other I'm things. Edward Rene, Edward Rene Le Fleur de d'Auberlou was the head of the French anti slave society. At a dinner at his home in Glinay, outside of Marseille, near Paris, outside of Versailles, near Paris, when Victor Hugo and the other French uh, libertarians and Bartoli were there, at a dinner in 1865, the head of the French anti-slave society is not celebrating immigration. He's celebrating this enormous victory of Africans who fought in a civil war, help free themselves, and help reform me and others, and help keep a liberty symbol for America because America is the first nation of its kind to have a fight and free its slaves. This was the exciting thing that the idea came about. Now the question was making it work, and so this was passed on to Bartoli. So Bartoli, when he did the first model, it was within the wishes of Boule. It was a black woman holding up the broken chains of enslavement with 13 chains at her feet. No book, no uh, star, crest, uh, anything. And so, in the Trackerberg book, you have the first model. And then you have the subsequent changes in the model. Bartoli, there's a double dose of Afganism there. Not only does it come out of the Black liberation struggle in the victory of the Civil War, such as Glory depicted or at least told a little bit of the movie, Bartoli, a well-known sculptor, had been to Egypt and had been commission, commissioned by the Pasha to design a monumental statue for the Pasha. So he had traveled through Egypt and was inspired by the monumental statues of Ramses and, and Aminathus III and, and the others, and so the inspiration even for the Colossus itself comes out of yes. Africa. Now, the theme, the deep thought behind it comes out of the African experience, right. and it hasn't have a damn thing to do with immigration. Okay. Now, and that's what I that have happen. now, so I have it in front of me, the, the, the sheet that you referred to, which has any of this information on it, referring to uh, the uh, black model. Right. Or and as I pursued it further, being the Continent Scholar, in the 1850s and 60s, America was anti-immigration. <laughs> uh, the Know-Nothing Party was formed, because they were, against it. not... The Eastern Southern uh, European immigration that the Mayor's people probably come from, but they were against Irish and German Catholics. They were against Catholics. The Eastern European and Southern European migration wasn't even a serious process at this time. It did not become until the 1880s, and did not become major until the 1890s. Take a moment to buy, uh, and um I later learned, and because Jewish scholars and other people are calling and giving me information, the okay. Wolf. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, I in well, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. okay. We're okay. now on the issue well, of the Statue sure. of Liberty the Statue of his so, This is preliminary material on myself and some of the stuff i Okay. do. Okay. This is Miss Liberty was modeled on racism. The Original Statue of Liberty was black and displayed changed flavored. Okay. What? Oh down, Slow oh, down. Proof of the document. This is the Liberty Legend. This is from the book that I got from the French uh oh, yeah. and these are the three models Good. that are yeah. in the tracking burger. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Now, in, now, the 1903, Yeah. as a youngster, a very bright kid, I was president of my, uh, my grammar school class, such a and uh, we, sitting on that stage, I can remember today, Michael Jackson, one of my best buddies, Billy Kerr and Anthony Serato, the four musketeers, and the rest of us, singing, Give me your Tide, your poor, your huddled master's journey to be free, the wretched refugees of your team show, 70s, the homeless, tenderness, softening up it would have been beautiful if we had known. My mother was my first teacher. She had given me the books uh, when I was a child. I had black books before I could read. I saw pictures of black books. It would have been beautiful if these, this black youngster and the other black youngsters knew that that statue, which became an inspiration later for the immigrants that came, originated out of our struggle for liberty. That's why I'm saying we've got to have a curriculum of inclusion. These things are rampant throughout our uh, culture, that there's an African foundation for much of that which we have accepted as cultural, culturally Western and it has been completely ignored and it has been uh, whitewashed. So I'm saying that we've got, uh, we have a, an obligation. I, I'm here to plead to the mayor. We can be combative on these issues or a major breakthrough can be made in terms of trying to get at a measure of truth on key issues. Yeah which, unless they are dealt with, will be conflictual for the black and the white community, and we've got to find a way of making a breakthrough. I, have, I didn't want to, People told me not to come to see you. I said, this is the major, major thought producer molder in New York. If I can convince Edward I. Koch that there's some substance here, that this is not just some crazy fool who's an anti-Semite who's off the top off of okay, the Let's get into huh? uh, the question of uh, anti-Semitism. Uh, you, you have uh, referred to uh, the, the slave trade as having been financed by the Jews, am I correct? That was taken out of context. Oh, so, there five things. What was the, thing. was the context? The context was that Diane Ravitch, who has been pitted against me, uh, because I was the major architect of the, of the report from the Board of Regents Task Force, they never mentioned the Asian woman, Dr. Hume, who did the Asian component. They never mentioned Dr. Truchel, who did the Puerto Rican Latino. They never mentioned Professor uh, a White. It was four of us. I did the composite report, and all of us agreed that the 100 documents that we looked at were whitewashed. In other words, they didn't include our experience. Now, Diane Ravitch was asked by the board, and I'm giving this just because you've got to know it. Diane Ravage was asked by the Board of Regents, she was a paid consultant with four others, including Dr. Asa Hilliard, a very good friend of mine, an outstanding black scholar, to review what we had submitted and what the board had written as their final report. She was paid thousands of dollars. In an unscrupulous way, she submitted to the press her report and analysis before she even gave it to the board, unethical, amoral, and then a national campaign started germinating on the right out of the Heritage Society uh, Center in Washington and germinating on the left out of the unions with the arrest. And it was a vicious attack that has gone on for these months with Diane being the point person. She's written one article, which I have, and I'll come back with some material for you. And she wrote a recent article, and I was reading that before I went to class. And I said, well, damn, I thought that she had cooled out. And here she is writing another article, and one of the things that she had done With an educator who had questioned her about her approach to these things, she ranted and raved at this educator, this black educator, that Africans sold Africans into slavery. Is that true? And 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 then they sold them to Arabs. Is that true? Then the educator said, "Everybody was involved in the enslavement of Africans: Africans and Africans, Arabs, Jews and Gentiles." Oh, you're anti-Semitic. And she went off. Now, this I had previous knowledge of. And when I saw the article which she wrote in a key paragraph in her article. But, 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 get me hey, what I catch, let yeah. me get to it. You've got to have a little patience. This little is little, key I, and I, crucial. This is key and crucial. If you don't have the patience. I have patience. But I Jonathan have patience and others may have patience. cognitive dissonance. You can't afford to have it at this point. Yes, don't yes. let it cause any yes, disharmony. Yes, yes, focus. I'm going to focus. Well, hold it. Let me, to get you to focus, let me say you call Bernie much the head of our faculty senate, one of our leading scholars there, who's been there for 43 years, who was there when City College was anti-Jewish as a student and fought through uh, the change of the institution. So ask Bernie Somer. Bernie Somer came into my office and told me since the article that everybody knows the Jews financed the slave trade. Now, wait, a minute. everybody knows? I that's don't know. Okay. But, and that's not even what was said. What was said? Okay. What was said was that Diane Ravitch, in the article that she wrote, oh, no. and I read the article to the class, Again, Africans selling Africans, and then Africans selling it to white people and selling it to Arabs. Can I ask a couple? I of said things? that everybody has in, was involved in the enslavement of African people. The Catholic Church initiated the slave trade in the early 1500s. The Pope apologized in the, 18th, in the eight, 80s when he went to Africa. The Protestant Reformation was born at the same time that the slave trade was being institutionalized, and it was compromised on the altar of enslavement. Luther's Reformation. Begins in 1517, 1516, the ASEAN of the contract to take Africans systematically to the Spanish New World was instituted. It was the Pope and it was the Spanish throne that agreed to this enslavement. At the same time, in Europe, much of the merchant banking and trade was handled by Jews. We're not talking about the hundreds of thousands, not millions of Jews poor in their communities. We're talking about merchants. Merchants have no nationality, they have no religion, money is their religion. On the altar of profit-making, merchants, we're not talking about rabbis, we're not talking about Jewish scholars, we're not talking about uh, uh, Jews who have been struggling to survive in Europe, we're talking about people who handled the money. And so what we have to do is get the Jewish scholars who called me and given me the documentation. Jewish scholars have called me and given the documentation. So, no, but this point is so crucial that okay. it has to be put in the hands of Jewish scholars to bring it out the way it should be brought out. It has to be put in the hands of Catholic scholars to deal with the Catholic Church's involvement. We've got to have some clarity on this. Yes, African sold Africans into slaves, but the slave system did not come out of the African experience. It was developed in Europe. It was conceived, planned, and plotted. It was a larger part of a larger trade that had been going on for hundreds of years in Europe in which people from the Middle East and other areas were in Europe and... The Slavs and other people were being sold into Arab slavery, being sold into oh, yeah, northern slavery. You're saying that the Slavs, meaning uh, Eastern Europe, Poles, Russians, were being Remolded sold set into Arab
8: slavery.
0: Is that what you just said? Yeah. Yeah. When did that take place? After the fall of the Roman Empire, yeah. when the economic system collapsed, people from the Middle East came to the West because they had an international trade network that ran all the way through to China, particularly when Islam flowers, because Islam spread like wildfire in the 1700s, 1700s. It spread to the Atlantic Ocean up into Europe. It spread across southern Asia on into the Pacific. Indonesia is a largely Muslim nation because of this spread. Because of this network, within the context of Islam, there was a market for Europeans. slavery. The word germinates not out of the African experience, but germinates out of Eastern and Southern Europe, around the Slavs. The term so the, the word slavery comes, comes out of comes the, out of the experience. Slav and Slavazy. Yes, yes. we are we'll just uh, we'll have okay, look it up now. Now, um, uh, therefore, your reference uh, to Jews financing no. You can't, it's it's, wrong? It, he says rich Jews. I was talking about merchants and bankers. You're talking about That Jews. had been given the financial center of monies in Europe because the Catholic Church said, if you handle monies and usury, you're not going to go to purgatory. If you become a lawyer, you're not going to go to purgatory. If you become a doctor, you're not going to go to purgatory. These were areas that talented Jews could move into because the Catholics had said, if, you, if you're dealing with medicine, you're, you're dealing in witchcraft. If you're dealing with laws, because for their law, the only canonical law was the only law. If you have someone who specializes in the, the medieval civil law, war. civil law, I mean, that's someone anti-church. These are areas that talented Jews move into. We're not talking about the bulk of the Jewish population. So let me try to sum it up. What you said uh, was... Everybody uh, was involved in the the mm-hmm. And my biggest, biggest one that I love the most, is not the Jews, and I know this is very different to is the Dutch. These... Tulip growing, witcher wearing, windmill pushing Dutch. who we have, you know, I was an artist, a multi-talented kid, and I remember drawing a mural running along the 40 feet of my class in the fifth grade with windmills and tulips and the Dutch women carrying little milk things. No one told me that these were some of the worst slave traders of all time because they didn't have a land to develop. They had a land that they had to make. In In other words, they didn't have land. So they had to become the merchants. They became some of the leading slave traders in Brazil all the way into Indonesia, these virtuaries, windmill-pushing, tulip-growing ducks. Now, Albert Shanker has a fantastic article, which I was reading in the damn bathroom and left it on the bed, Yes, And Albert Shanker has a paragraph, which I'm going to get to you this afternoon, in which he says that in order to deal with the Holocaust, education in the Holocaust, Freedom and the Holocaust, I think it's titled. You have to deal with the underside of history. You cannot deal with just what you consider to be the most intellectual and classic. Because those same classicist loving Germans that pushed the buttons for the gas in the gas chambers, went home and read read Bach, Beethoven, listened to Bach, Beethoven and read uh, uh, some of the great classic works. This is what Shanker is saying, I'm glad I read the article, because that's what we're trying to say about the history of America. It's one thing to talk about the great classical figures, like a Jefferson, like a Washington, but there's an underside that my grandparents and great-grandparents experienced, that these were slave owners, and in spite of the fact that they were great individuals, there's this underside, this flaw, this contradiction has left this legacy that we see now in Bensonhurst and out there in Brooklyn on Bradford Avenue. If we don't get at this knowing at the gut of America, we won't be able to teach our young. Let me ask you. A question. Europe had uh, slavery under the Romans, is that right? And under the Greeks, and under the Greeks,
8: those slavery slaves,
0: has been a part of every society. Those slaves were overwhelmingly white, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. Uh, what was the legacy of that slavery? I mean, uh, you uh, had. Uh, uh, Italian slaves and French slaves, every group that was subjugated by the Romans uh, provided slaves to the Romans. Am I correct? Right. Now, what happened in those countries that uh, had been enslaved? Uh, uh, Are they still reaping the, um, the, the response of that earlier slavery? I mean, can they now document that There are terrible things in their country as a result of that earlier slavery? Well, I think any society where you have an underclass, it originates, it has a foundation in oppression of some kind. It might be slavery. I just came from... What I'm trying to drive at is, do you Uh, see a continuing legacy of enslavement in a society that all of the major problems that blacks have today in a whole host of fields, economic and um, discriminatory aspects in anyway, it's all attributable uh, to the original slavery no. which ended in um, eighteen what? Eighteen sixty five officially but because black folk my
2: grandparents my grandparents my grandfather was born in eighteen sixty eight, August the tenth, because of his out of the
0: kids They will not even have a perpetual life cycle that allows them to come into the care. The care starts at four or five major levels with the Brahmins at the top. These 120 million people are out of the human class. They, they're shadowed. If they're shadowed this, uh, across this Europe, if you cross their shadow, you can be killed. And what we've created, and this is what I want to lay down to critically help youngsters, white and black, Jew and Gentile things, we've created what I call pyramid analysis. Using this formulation of the triangle to deal with the concept of duality in life, to allow people to be able to see that the polarity that exists in the human experience and in the cosmic is a polarity that has to be used in scholarship and will help you to organize schools of knowledge. So I have this three-point process, which is the thesis, the antithesis or antithesis, and the synthesis. You have to master the bodies of knowledge and
8: go to the top of the pyramid and synthesize the knowledge. Only you can go to the top of the pyramid and become
0: a thinking individual. Hopefully, you become a thinking African. I can't go there with you. Merikos can help you with the experience of the Europeans. Dr. J. can help you with the experience of the Africans. You have to search for truth and knowledge as you deal with and interact with these old and go to the top okay, of I'm the Okay, let me answer this. On the uh, left side of your chart... Uh, where you refer to some people, mm-hmm. you then have the phrase African Humanism. What does that mean? Now that... Berger had five things which he was trying to nail me to the cross, if you will. One was
2: melanin. But so he Intellectual that. The other was the question of rich Jews
0: developing Europe and also participating
2: slaves. I think that's the book. Finance Financial. Financial. The other was the Holocaust. That Jews feel
0: that there was only one Holocaust. And the question of genocide of others is another thing. And what Jew devil ever say that No, leave it. We're not dealing with that now. Leave it. we we'll get it okay. I want to take the five things. Okay. That's Go ahead. Then that's great. Three the other one was that I have a racist theory of ice people, sun people. Of and then mm-hmm. there's a will well, come back to that. Okay. okay, now tell me about African humanism. What, uh, uh, compare that with European materialism, which you have on the right side. And that right, will we'll also tie it into slavery. We'll also tie it, slavery. We'll tie it into slavery. We'll tie it also into the caste system anyway. We'll tie it also into what happens to the Aboriginal people in the I'll you, tie also you do it any way you African want to, but here's the explain humanism. to me what African humanism. humanism, and then you'll get on to anything right. else. What's African humanism? The main sweep of the human family comes out of the sun belt. Scientific documentation has established
2: that the earliest human, hominids, human human comes come out of Africa and experience millions of
0: years ago. Scientific data and information, Lucy, etc scientific data and information over the last 20 years has established that modern humans, homo sapiens sapiens, comes out of the absolute theory. The latest example is in in the popular culture, and the latest example was Newsweek uh, January 88, dealing with the search for Adam and Eve. Scientists explore a controversial theory on man's origin. The only reason why this is controversial is that its root is in the scientific data takes us back to Africa. If the scientific data took us to Europe, it wouldn't be controversial. If the scientific data took us to Japan, it wouldn't be controversial. It's controversial because it establishes the African origin of humankind in the modern dimension. What the study is, white scholars, who some women, study the set of 147 women from around the world, all sizes, shapes, all races, all ages. They
8: study the microtonic DNA which gives them a genetic clue. And all of the
0: 147 women facing the Sonic DNA go back to one African woman 200 plus thousand years ago. That's what this comic relief is. It refers to a scientific study, which deals with human origin. Human origin in Africa, in the sun. It is because of the sun that we are blessed. I tell our students, because most of them are Christians, some are Jews, some and some of Oriental Buddhist to that think of your religious and cultural tradition as something that's aside. Those are the least faiths that you have it. Think of history and science as another dimension. So you have the two poles. You have history and science at one pole, you have your faith and your religion at another pole, and you have to interact those two as you get to the measure of truth. But yes. tell me what African humanism is. People in the are basic conception people in the sun, particularly living along river valleys, have to learn to harmonize with the laws of nature. If I'm sitting along my river valley of the Nile and the Nile river valley through the millennia overflows, and if I got any when the river starts to overflow, I'm going to move out of the way and go to higher ground. After a period of time, you know, if I'm observing nature, I observed that when that now starts to rise, at night there's a certain set of stars in this position. And then when that now starts to overflow after four months, the certain set of stars in this position. And then after the Nile has been fertile and it's received, there's a certain set of stars a day. Then after I plant my crop, and within a few months, I'm ready for harvest, the certain set of stars a day. Then I began to see order in the universe as well as order in my particular circumstance, and I began to study this order and began to harmonize with it. That's African humanism. That's Uh, it. I have to try to understand it. Are you saying that people who live in the temperate zones, uh, not in Africa, that they don't have rivers and valleys and stars in the sky, and that they don't go through the same experience? So, in what way is the African experience. I am trying to different. explain it, and you okay. just don't have the patience. Are you no, I have the patience. A cognitive dissonance. I have, I feel it. Okay. I, I'm you trying you from here, Johnson, but he did not have it. Okay, relax. I, I want to you're understand it. Relax. I'm out of well, that's why. I I ever Everybody told anybody. me, so how can you even go down there? I said, look, this is the method. If I
3: can even compute, can I can
0: understand myself. it. Now, well, I want, want ask ask to ask about you. Okay, right, right,
8: right, yes, one, 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 sir, one, because I appreciate your spirit. I feel I
0: rising Now, what you're thinking is a kind of Hegelian concept. And which is the European concept, the are triangle.
8: Right. And what
0: you have done is a typical European inability for critical thinking. A perfect example. The inability of the Europeans to think critically. That's why eventually we're going to get to this lesson. If you have only the European experience as a reference point, you can only bring up the European experience in the analysis. The concepts that Hegel had have their roots in the concepts that Aristotle had. And the concept that Plato had, dealing with the laws of opposites. The concept of the law of opposites is rooted into the moral and ethical and philosophical belief system of the Africans of the Nile. They built their whole culture around the concept of the law of opposites. So we've got to trace Hegel's idea back through the Muslim development of intellectual
2: prowess uh, in the Middle Ages, back through, and they became the Neoclassicist Greeks. They brought Greece to modern Europe back through the Greeks themselves who
0: sat at the feet of the Africans and went to the great lodge of Luxor to learn the very things that they contributed to the culture of civilization. So when we take the Hegelian concept of thesis and synthesis and synthesis as coming out of the concept of the law of the opposites, it has a deep, deep aspect But that's why I said we've got to get some scholars together to discuss some of these things. We can't, but I don't understand what African okay. humanism yeah. is yet. This, did I, did I oh, make a point yeah, I at all? Okay. Point. okay. Now,
3: I'm under my
0: palm tree observing the laws of nature in the sky. So I began to say, wow, there is a beneficent spirit in the universe.
2: Some force must be greater than me, godly. Then I observe human nature. Me and my wife, under our palm tree at night, we get together, and the laws of nature take place, and we make love and there's a watering. I pass some watering onto her. At this time, at night, that certain set of stars are here. After a period of time, she
0: begins to grow in her inner
8: part, and a certain set of stars are there. After nine months, there is a crop, meaning the birth, and a certain, when a certain set of stars are there.
0: I began to relate the order, the positive order of the universe, with the order and godliness of life, and began to see in the human family that there is this spiritualness. And so when we talk about humanism, we're saying being able to see the values of the spirit everywhere. That did not exist in the temperate zone thing. It's different. It's so different. So you want to make a temperate. I'm not going to let you make
2: a temperate. Edward. Well, anything no, no, you want. You're going to make it what it was. What was it? Now, melanin, the sun, makes us black. So for people to fool me about sun people is really ridiculous. The reason why I we're black is not because it was a curse of
0: ham or because of some other thing. We were black because of the sun. People of color are what they are because of the sun. So we can't say that they are sun people. They are that color because everybody has to have melanin. Melanin is a, uh, a neuro melanin and epidermal melanin are necessary for survival on the planet. Neuromelanin melanin is is largely responsible for much of our inner development brain uh, uh spinal
2: column nervous system has a heavy concentration of melanin neural melanin. but if you are in an existence in which the rays of the sun are not a major factor of your life, then melanin becomes a burden that you do not need and you shed it when the ice age, the wormian ice age W-U-R-S, it on Europe, and it was
0: in Europe for 90,000 years, 100,000 B.C., thereabouts, until seven or 8,000 B.C. The ice was a dominant factor in the ecology of Europe. Not the overflow of the Nile, not the sun that was the case in the Nile, or in the tigris euphrates or in the Indus Valley, or in the uh, Yellow River Valley. In Europe, the ice was the major ecological factor. You did not need melanin, so you lose the melanin. At least we need to look at this in the scientific dimension. You have, in order to survive in Europe, you've got to have rock shelters or caves. Otherwise, you can't sleep out under a palm tree.
2: You would freeze to death. And, but look how this is interpreted or misinterpreted. The way we were. We
0: already have a Time magazine that shows that America is moving toward the browning of America, so we are we not even going to be able to say the way we were pretty soon. But at any rate, um, we can say the way we were. I think this is the Time magazine. Um, our, I say, heritage, language, art, fashion, and the family. So what we want to look at in a systematic, scientific way as much as we can, in a, at least a critical analytical way, is the sweep of human history. The sweep of human history out of the Southern Cradle, and the sweep of human history out of the Northern Cradle. One of our greatest scholars, Dr. Theo, has developed this in his book, Civilization or Barbarism, one of the greatest books written. These are two books, five way. By this scholar. This one I'm having translated in English. I was able to get a $7,000 grant to how college president, gave me a It's taken a right. year. It was published in France uh, in 81. It deals with the theory of the northern cradle and southern cradle, scientific data. He was a physicist, historian, a linguist, one of the great minds of the planet. When I was with the World Council of Churches in Geneva in 83, I was monitoring in South Africa. I tried to translate the book but it is just too scientific. And I was too busy with promising events in South Africa. So we were able to get somebody French speaking to It's going to be coming out within a couple of months, and we're going to have major talks around it. But the thesis or the theory is not some off-the-wall mess. I'm telling my students, it makes better sense to have an understanding of the northern cradle and the southern cradle than to have a concept where you have the have not and, yes, my- and the evil and the yeah, in other words, white uh, folks being the chosen and... Uh, professor, let me see if in, I can understand. Yes. You're saying uh, that uh, in uh, the uh, sun area, sun belt, however you want to refer to it, so basically uh, Africa. Uh, that no,
3: Africa, uh, so Southern Asia. Asia southern uh, Asia, uh, Asia uh, the okay. So when you're
0: talking about African humanism, you are not limiting it to Africa. You're talking about... That's well, why
2: I say some people. Okay. Because you want to I understand that.
0: Okay. And that those people um, have a special experience uh, which uh, gives them a greater understanding of life, uh, God, um, uh, the uh, stars, and all of the, the natural laws of the universe, as opposed to the so-called ice people uh, who were more... Uh, involved with what you refer to as European materialism, meaning finding ways to cope what? with the ice age and to so survive. So is that what you're saying?
8: Yeah. So what we're talking okay, about is a value said.
0: system. Okay, and so, so the, not a question of race. It's a question of value
8: therefore, And there are two different
0: value systems that arose. As now explain to me what the value system is okay. of the sun people okay. compared well, with the value system of the okay. ice people. What well, we say in the lecture is, That the value system of African humanism is centered around things spiritual. That there's an attempt to see a oneness in the universe. That there's a spirit force in the trees. There's a spirit force in the bees. There's a spirit force in human life. There's a spirit force in the cosmos. There's a spiritual unity. The value system coming out of the ice is a value system centered around a very, very rudimentary survival Focus on things, particularly problems. So I tell the students, look at three things. Look at the individual.
8: When you make this analysis critically, and you go to the top of the pyramid to evaluate it, look at the
0: family, and look at land. The individual for some people is viewed as a spiritual extension of each other. For example, the African. When a a child is born, it not only has its biological mother, But the mother who produced the child brings fathers for the child by her brothers. That in many African societies, the uncles provide the father responsibility for the child. So the child not only has a biological father, the child's father and his brothers, he has multiple fathers through his mother's side. He not only has a biological mother, but every mother in the compound. If there were 12 mothers in the compound, all of those women in the compound are the mothers of that child. So there's just another spiritual dimension that the individual sees himself as communally linked to another. Within a survival culture, it is me. I've got to survive. And my little clan, it is not a larger thing. That okay, I want to see if I understand. you saying that uh, the uh, sun people... Uh, believe in the concept of the extended family with multiple fathers for a child, biological, and uh, those uh, who are simply uh, there as a result of uh, their relationship uh, with the mother, uh, as opposed uh, to the
8: surviving folks uh, who are, uh,
0: uh, could I use the word, uh, nuclear who Right. You know, that's, that's what we is, say. Is that acceptable? That's that's the, we say. We say that the other people are, are uh nuclear family. Yeah. Yeah. A husband, a wife, a uh, child, a special relationship there, which does it not uh, have the same extension right. uh, to others. Is that a fair yes. statement of right. your position? And if you have okay. the ecology of the case yeah. and the space and place of the case, you have limited. Now, what we have uh, now uh, in America is uh, we have... Uh, in many cases, lost the nuclear family, isn't it so? Why people are having the damn trouble with their heads. Is, is that good or we bad? Survived? Is, is that good or bad not to have the nuclear family? You can't survive with a nuclear family. You
8: cannot. No. So you you think can that, only
0: be used and abused. So, that you think now that uh, the situation where upwards of 80% of um, uh, children are uh, born out of wedlock in some parts of our town, is that good or bad? you know what the hell it is, you shouldn't even ask me that. It is not good, and we can reverse that process by instilling in people African values. With it's we not can, good. It is and not it good. It's a it disaster. Is but I'm saying that it well, is a disaster. It comes out of a materialistic value system. Would well, well, the nuclear family say right, that there right. should be a father, a husband, and a mother, yeah. as opposed but, to the let, extended family where you have not only the biological father, you have all these other fathers? Right. But let's look at the materialistic right.
8: talking Yeah
0: that had led to the destruction of families. was trying to point to it years ago. People weren't paying much attention. But if materialistically, we say support from the society to help a family has to be only to the mother and the child, and that any male factor in her life has to be removed from her. The biological father, whether they're married or not, cannot be there. The rest of the family, the grandfathers, the uncles that are part of her extended family cannot be there, otherwise she can't get the support. Since I lived in Europe for a couple of years, went back there to spend another year in Geneva, Europeans had a system of family allocation, particularly in northern Europe, but they also had in France. Because of World War II and the devastation of the family structure, when they gave welfare, it was to reinforce the family. You gave the money to pull the family together again. We have a welfare system which was designed policy that monies and support given to a mother having a child meant that the family structure around her had to fade away and we've institutionalized the destruction of the families around these mature systems. Okay. So I'm saying if we want yes. to reinforce how we survive out of slavery, how African peoples moved up from slavery, and had to my father moved, my uh, grandfather moved from uh, Virginia, and he came up to North New Jersey, and he became... Oh, and I ask you one last question because I have a... We have to bring this to the conclusion. Uh, there is now a, uh, if I understand it correctly... Look at I this. I understand that... Uh, Mr. Mayor, look at this. Yes. The duality of the male and female principle it. is at the center I, I of the African value system. system. The domination of the male principle is at the center of the European value system because of the premium put on the physical strength in the case. <laughs> uh, uh, am I correct that there is uh, some kind of hearing that uh, the uh, president of CCNY uh, has initiated uh, that involves both you and Professor Levin, or is it just Professor no, Levin? They won't separate us. I'm saying is there a hearing going on now? Critique me, go into my classes, right. Yes. Yeah. But don't separate me from Levin. Is there not a proceeding? The, there yeah.
2: okay. But there's already no. been
0: one. I see. It, no and, see and that's what, what was the no, no, outcome no. of the no, it's still going on. Oh, okay. But they've already had a hearing on me. Okay. Now do you No, but Ed, I'm saying last year he has in that article yeah. he mentioned.
7: Yeah. Last year
0: they had a hearing on me. Yeah. Well, I thought it didn't even relate to okay. to Levin. Okay. They had a hearing with the demons yes. and with the provost when yes. okay. they, they, they find a the damn thing. They, they, find not that they could not and they couldn't they deal couldn't with deal
4: with, it. Deal with okay. it. Okay.
0: The provost yes. declared herself black at the meeting. Yes. She re- went home in tears, cried for two days, yes. and resigned the next day Because she had been asked to yes. head up yes. a witch hunt okay. to right. Now my question is Do you believe this book that the man has, do you has that been it? hidden from this book has been you can't get this Ed Johnson take this down? Try to obtain this book. In Rockefeller Center, can is at our press. press. Can we, can no, press. Press. This is under lock and key. Okay, I can get you a zero, so I'll bring it back right. down. This book is not available in you. All right, okay. Center. You may be able to get a copy in Canada. They don't want to deal with the Ice Age heritage of okay. the band. Now, do you believe that Professor Levin and you each have the right, uh, without, no losing, losing, don't without anything, without anything? No, there's
2: no need to explain it. Professor Levin has the right
0: what, to say anything uh, he wants, he has the right to he do that. And yes. you did too. He right. has the right. right. And yeah. so there's no question about that. So right. it's stupid for people to even say. And I called the faculty council, I said, My problem is not Professor Levin. Levin can say everything he wants. I said, I'm not even challenging him. My challenge yeah. and what I would like to take on is your whole tradition of intellectual and cultural thought. Which Accommodate radicals on the left and the radicals on the right mm-hmm. that the vast majority of Democrats who vote for the Democratic Party and are registered as Democrats are mainstream mm-hmm. right. and their views are mainstream on a whole host of issues that you've about but for whatever reason we allow the party structure to be seized by the radicals primarily on the left
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and regrettably the uh, mainstream Democrat does not come out in the primary itself in large enough numbers commensurate with their numbers in the party. Mm -hmm. So the party structures are dominated by uh, those on the left in our party, and then those on the left who come out and vote are greater than their actual uh proportion of the party itself, and therefore you have a double whammy <laughs> okay.
2: yeah. have you proposed changes in Me, the party structure i i i participated in in
0: uh two formal uh, uh series of meetings after
8: uh, the, the first two presidential defeats, the defeat of, uh,
7: Carter,
0: uh, the defeat of Mondale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not participated in anything concerning the defeat of uh, the Congress, although expressed my opinion. Right. And nobody asked me to come to the third right. one. <laughs> right. if they ever had... How about the structure itself? So, I have not participated there, but I... The, the uh, the, uh, structure, um, is in... And I'm not an expert on this, so I'd I rather right, sure. Uh, sure. say point to particular things. But just reading the overall aspect, they uh, bow to the will of Jesse Jackson in a number of cases to uh, make him,
8: him to someone who really
2: is more tractable
8: mm-hmm. from their
2: point of view. Um, and he is a major figure in Democratic Party today. Um, you know, it's, uh, um, it's not. It is not
4: as though all these liberals in, in one. Would you like fluffy or is it okay? That's know. the end of that, family. That's the end of that right there. Uh Linda Jeffrey. Hold on, hold on. One more,
8: let me
4: get, let me get a mic. All right, Black
8: Power.
2: Black Power.
4: Black Power. But Leonard Jeffrey dropping that heat, chopping up, chopping up the man, You know the cracker, you know the cracker act. He he plays like he knows nothing at all, which was good. So Leonard Jeffrey be able to. Him now.
5: Um, so, you know, any uh, commentary, anything anybody
1: want? you know? I was just, I was peeping the dialogue, you know what I'm saying? for the clear. You know what I'm saying, BB40, you ain't black power, Sam. That's right. What's going on? Oh, I'm just chilling. Um. Speaking of dialogue, man, you could, you know, from what I was hearing, it was like, you know what I'm saying? The motherfucking uh, the interviewer, you know what I'm saying? The beast already had an agenda. He was trying to box Leonard Jeffries into specific statements, you know what I'm saying? But Leonard Jeffries was like, hold up, hold up, listen to what I'm saying. I'm giving you a, a holistic perspective on this shit so you can really get the overstanding of what I'm trying to say. But he wasn't trying to really hear that. Yeah, that was
4: uh, was the former mayor of New York City, Ed Cox.
1: And what happened Uh, was
4: is that, um...
1: Ed, Cox? Yeah,
4: Ed Cox.
1: You know,
4: know, at this time, you know what I'm saying, you know, Leonard Jeffries, they was on fire in New York, you know what I mean, putting out all types of information, and they just basically was, you know, pretty much wasn't liked for that, you know what I mean? So they was always Mm -hmm. under attack, and, um... He made a statement about Mayor Ed Cox. Ed Cox went out and took a picture in front of the pyramids and was like and had a uh a little a little quote with it saying, Look at what my people done look at what my people built Right?
1: Uh uh-huh. you
4: know yeah. what I'm saying? And so um Ed Cox wanted to speak to Leonard Jeffries, but he was like, Yo, man, I can't come talk to you until you give our people our pyramids back. And so Ed Cop was like, What you mean by that? Like he's like, Yo listen, you know, you took a picture in front of the pyramid somewhere. And I can't have no conversation with you. So this uh this is the this is the the, the situation where they was at where, you know, they finally sat down about you know, about some of the things that Leonard Jeffries had been. Doctor Leonard Jeffries. Elder and doctor Leonard Jeffries to the people let them you know the information that you heard them drop the Jews about the you know Statue of Liberty You know what I mean the Jews about Melanie the Jews oh, about the motherfucking slave trade
2: mm-hmm.
4: you know what I mean you were put mm-hmm. that type of show in, and this early this early 90s you putting that type of information out man you know it's, you you know you under attack
1: yeah. public number one now, would you say in the dialogue, Cox kind of pretended to be neutral as if he wanted to get information, he wanted to get a, a, a whole perspective from Dr. Jeffries, or would you say he was pretty much trying to, you know what I'm saying, prove, get, get Dr. Jeffries to say something that would back his original position?
4: Right, you know, that was, you know, that's what he had. He already had the agenda set up. You know that.
1: Yeah, okay, had agenda
4: that. set up already. He really didn't want to know the answers. He really did Ain't he a homosexual, too, Cox? If Why wouldn't he be? That's yeah. my question. <laughs> no. Why wouldn't he <laughs> be?
2: You know what I mean? <laughs> that's what like
1: you know, That right there just adds a little bit more perspective on where this nigga's mind state would even, even be at. You know what I'm saying? As far as just letting you know the character of this motherfucker. First of all, nigga, you're not even. You know what I'm saying? You're not even uh, not in the in, in mind state of being able to know that male and female anatomy supposed to go together. Now you trying to debate shit about Kemet and say your people built some shit. And this some of the some of the structures that he was, that them pyramids, not only do they have a cultural meaning in the sense of speaking about higher levels of, of spirituality, but all the concepts coming out of Kemet encompass. Uh, a a a a, a complementary concept of male and female that's the science behind like he was talking about when the man would impregnate the woman and uh, uh you the, the child coming forth you know what i'm saying would be the fruit that would be that would that would bear you know what i'm saying making the the the, the connection with the cosmology the sun more than the stars And and, and nature, as far as you know, I'm saying, planting the seed and and the, you know, that coming forth bringing fruit. You know, I'm saying. So the concept of everything coming through the Nile Valley is the concept of male and female complementary properties and concept of energy. So without that, you don't grasp that. You can't grasp nothing that goes along with that culture. From my perspective. Nah, exactly where you're
4: coming from. Um, you know, as I say, you know, just listening to it, you can see how Dr. Lynn Jeffers, you know, just um, massively handled the devil and understood where the devil was coming from. He already knew that he really didn't want the information because this is being taped at the same time. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, Hodge so know that since it's being taped right now, this is going to go out. And he don't want to have that type of information being said in the room at the same time that his ears got to pick it up, where he chooses whether to defend it or not. You know what I'm got saying? It. So he don't even want to be in the room with, with Linda Jeffries really breaking down how them Jews was in the slave trade. He don't want to be a part of that. Mm. Well, he, don't want
8: to,
4: yeah, he don't want to he help him and not, and not respond properly in the way that he, he do think he's supposed to respond it.
1: No doubt, and he hoping Leonard Jeffries was on some sucker type shit and wouldn't be even be able to uh, uh, disseminate the information in a structured format where you could tell everything he's saying is pretty much factually documented. You know what I'm saying? Catch a motherfucker in there who really ain't on his P and Qs and not thorough, thoroughly the versed. They could get in a situation like that and, and kind of you know fumble. Feel me? Oh, because Leonard, Leonard Jeffrey's thorough enough to hold his weight in those types of uh those types of formats and shit. He, you know what I mean? He's been known for debating and shit. This shit like you said, he was shooting darts the whole time. Your boy was trying to shake him up and throw him off his square, but he, he couldn't do it. And Jeffrey's is too well too, too versed. Plus, he's been around the vet, i.e., uh, him, Doctor Clark, i.e., Doctor Ben. He, he not going you're not gonna catch him slipping up nothing like that.
4: He's you, you got a cognitive dissonance
1: thinking. Something wrong with you. <laughs> Fucking the fuck out, adcock. What is going on? You gotta
4: have some patience, man. You gotta show some patience here, man. You gotta sit back and grab what I'm saying, man. You say you want the answer, then you don't want the answer.
2: You no, know, yeah. it's worth it. That is how family,
4: cow. man.
7: Right out to the family, man. I just want, to, <clears throat> I just want to make a quick statement, man. Uh, you you had touched on some, brother, boy, man. How, how 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 the elders was coming under fire, man, for bringing out that information. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing we got. I just feel like we gotta always remember and remember honor, our honor, man, because I I know that I know that you know what I'm saying. Doctor Frances Quest Wilson, uh, she also came under the same fire power, which she was dealing with the melanin and stuff, and and, and today. This is facts and this is facts and knowledge that we kick around so so easily, you know what I'm saying. But we gotta remember, man, the the, the work that the ancestors put in for us, man. I mean, that the elders put in for us, you know, and ancestors to goddamn I me mean, be able for we could be able to speak on it like that. You did, cause you're right, man. They did. They was coming under fire for putting in that mu putting in that work, and putting in that knowledge about motherfucking melanin,
4: man. Black power. Black power. Well, right, you're totally right. You know what I mean? They don't it was, you know, people lost people lost everything. Some people lost everything, they Just trying to accumulate information to be able to wake us the fuck up. They told them they told us they had a Harlem Renaissance. It wasn't up at a big dance party. They put us to sleep.
5: I
7: say.
9: So. I think uh, Black Power, B.B. Oh, yeah. Uh that video you nice. posted with Steve Coakley versus uh, the Coon Larry Elder when he uh, threw out there that the Harlem Renaissance was really um, a diversion tactic to pull our people away from Marcus Garvey. And I never looked at it that way before, and, and that's just really... um. Stuck with me after hearing Steve Coakley say that. Did say that shit, y'all. He sure enough did say that.
4: And if you look back and look at it, man, it looks exactly. like it a diversion. Mm-hmm.
2: exactly what it was.
1: Not only that, too, when I really be peeping that shit out, that was, the that was one of the... Uh, First, um, that was one of the that was some of the beginning of them pushing the feminization and the homosexuality in on motherfuckers. When you got a, a black man who's a warrior, you got him dancing and saying poetry and all that shit. Like, you know, that's not necessarily you know what I mean. A warrior uh, activity in the sense of when you in a war, when you in a war, you at war, especially at the time they was getting attacked like they was back then. You got a nigga dancing and singing and shit to Paul Robeson.
4: shit. But Elton did. Look at what Elton did though. It put us mm-hmm. into entertainment. See, if that was the entertainment push. It took our jobs. See, remember that we were losing jobs because motherfucking crackers were unionizing.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Now, you still gotta you need to open up a field for them to go into. So what we gonna do? Let's open up the entertainment field. We'll make these niggas can tap and dance all over the place. They happy. We give to the entertainment, fill um them dance and and make noise and make music, and they make money doing that.
1: Mm-hmm.
9: Which really,
1: which, bad,
9: Um, I was going to say, um, I think it also, which was very harmful, it was a proponent of integration. Marcus Garvey was not an integrationalist. The Harlem Renaissance. Was integration no question. Crack a piece on them spots Barbara <laughs> Walters That's how that bitch come from uh, Having a good life Her father Was one of them motherfuckers You know And it is there that White people would come in And be amongst our people But uh, You go past 110
4: yeah. Then it's
9: some different shit
4: well,
9: Bobby You know, I started thinking of that movie, uh, Jackie Brown. Uh-huh, uh-huh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Bobby Romack.
9: Yeah.
1: I think Hoodlum did a, showed a good depiction of what was going on during that time, too. The movie Hoodlum. With Larry Fishburne, Lawrence Fishburne. I saying like I don't think it it would have been the Harlem Renaissance it wouldn't have been such a bad thing if our people had ownership of, you know what I'm saying, the infrastructure of that shit. But due to the fact it was pretty much like shit going down, niggas playing ball, all the owners is white, commissioners is white, and we just pretty much, you know what I'm saying?
4: Just part of the youth just a cause.
1: Feel I, me? You know what I'm saying? You just plug in.
4: We just plug in. You know what I'm saying? We got the plug to out, but then
8: now you—you you definitely,
4: right? It already be a set context. You know what I mean? And that's what we're saying. That's what was going on in the interview with. Uh, at already a set context going on. He already he 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 had already seen the information that he had given him. He just wanted to hear him explain it. Explain this to me. He had seen the shit. He already knew what he was going to ask him. So you know, you think this is the mayor of New York City? These motherfuckers got enough people to do due diligence on everything that this shit means, and he's not a, just a slow Jew sitting in there. He's not that dumb. So he had a grasp of what the fuck, um, Leonard Jeffries was saying, and knew that Leonard Jeffries was saying that black people were superior. But was he gonna tell it. was gonna say it to him right there like that. <laughs> It's good to know that, look, man, this is the information. You got to look at the information that's what it saying, and y'all drew the conclusion. It ain't my fault that you draw the conclusion that black people superior. I'm just saying it. I'm just saying this is what the information is saying. This is what the scientists say. So, hey, if at the end of the day, y'all saying that it's saying that we superior because I'm stating the information that I got to do that shit. I'm just saying this.
1: But then, like sometimes you got to be careful though, because Whitey's slick, man. They get you to start giving them intricate, like when he was telling him about the, he like tell me about this, 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 this uh, African humanism. You see, what I'm saying, because they be trying to study us to a point where they can try to predict and cut off different part- points of development for us. See, they don't be knowing how that shit. Is, is 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 they don't know how to define it, and they don't know how we implement it. So then, when you giving them too much info, like yeah, we we do this, we operate off the sun and the family unit. Then what they doing? They using that information to plot in the future, how to knock your ass the fuck on off. Sometimes them not the knowing doing
4: due diligence. Leonard Jeffries know. Leonard Jeffries getting information. He knows that the white people know this shit. All
1: right. Yeah. He
4: know they know. These motherfuckers know. He know they know. But this mm-hmm. is saying this is an interview on record. This is for mm-hmm. the record. So when you're putting this on the record, I got to put this on the record. And you see how long, see, it's not that, And that's why Ed Cox kept asking him over and over, hold up, man. Can you describe this? Because he was describing it, but Ed Cox couldn't understand it because he ain't got no melanin to understand what the mm-hmm. fuck he's saying. So now he got to start all over and say this shit all over again, get back to it, because you don't want to shut the fuck up. But he, these motherfuckers, nah, those crackers, I'm telling you, that cracker is, the motherfuckers is multi-millionaire crackers, man. They got motherfuckers in there doing due diligence on every single thing that you said. Every day got your motherfucking syllabus. They got every goddamn book that you say to read. They got them shits already, man. They are ain't. They not slow. They the ones. They the ones publishing the shit. They got the ISBN number. We know who fuck did that. way well, hold up, man. What work is he doing? God damn it. See, we gonna have to stop publishing this shit.
6: Not just that, brother. boy. Um, the 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 cracker was more or less more. He was so frustrated with the comments and the statements that we were superior than him, and and the minute he heard that, his fucking ears shut off. He went blind, and and he couldn't say nothing else. in other than defense of his ignorance. And then when he went into interviewing, Special, uh Jeffries, little Jeffries was citing crackers that was in his circle.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm. See, white blindness is really white ignorance, because white people feel pertinent that they don't have to learn certain shit about certain culture. I go through that shit every day. Well, I did when I was in anthropology. You know, you know what I mean where you had Europeans who would get into that type of science. And Europeans, they involve themselves in a lot of social sciences, and they don't get into it for the real object of learning something from it. They get into it really because it's a, a social science that they can benefit from. And they feel that it's a, it's, a, it's something that they can give their opinion on, more or less so their honest observation. You see know what I'm saying?
8: Yeah.
6: It's, like, it's, like, it's like you can base your individual experience on people as one thing. But the the general experience of people, it could be totally another, right? Like I can sit up here and say, oh, you know, hey, man, I have no problem with white people, buddy, okay? These white people are our friends and so forth. And based on my personal experience, I have never seen any racist white people. But see, that would be my personal experience. But then again, I would have to also check myself and say, but I wouldn't limit that experience to say that it's not going on. You see what I'm saying?
8: Mm-hmm.
6: For Europeans, <laughs> that, was a, that was a classic case of how Europeans attack you for speaking the truth without them having no knowledge of it. And when you start giving them knowledge of it, they cut you. I deal with shit all the time. With, I wouldn't even call them peer students when I was in college, but they were just cracker students who was just, they couldn't, it was so fast, the notion, it was just so past them. That they couldn't even take it in it, it, it's for what it was, probably because I was saying it, and I'm a black man was saying it, but then when I had display when they got when I had time to explain myself, <laughs> you see what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. when they see where I'm going, then they'll cut your wisdom off. I don't want to hear about melanin. I don't want to hear about that make uh, <laughs> I don't hear about that they'll change the subject because it's not see they like to they like to have subjects that are self uh self serving. Yeah. Of aggrandizing. And see when you when they did when you're dealing with an African that's not compromising and and, and and see savagery don't have patience because time is not on their side. And time is solar. Right? Mm-hmm. All you need to know all you need to know from African culture is that we are blessed with melanin and melanin is a relationship with the sun and the sun is time, right mm-hmm. so our enemies they want a rushed empire. you see what I'm saying? They want it now, they want that thousand year empire and that that same uh, 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 impatience like a lot of our people suffer from it, you know what I mean like when you're talking to youngsters, they're impatient because society's impatient
4: for the us? Yo, somebody moving around, moving something up against
1: the up against their phone or something. So, yeah, that's me. My bad, brother. Griff, my fault. I'm about to mute my shit right now. All right.
4: all,
6: right. But, yo, all I was saying, I'm like, I don't want to take too much time. All I was saying though is that the impatience. You see what I mean? He wanted Professor Griff to admit or omit his ignorance very fast, so he could prove his Eurocentric point. But when, when he wasn't yielding, when he was remaining calm, that's the best thing you can do for a cracker. Is because they think at the end of the discussion, if they change their emotion, they can bring the your, the emotion out of you and thus trigger your emotion, and then they win the discussion regardless of facts. Like what Brother Tim was saying earlier on the show, when he said that, uh, if you notice, Europeans, Europeans want to feel comfortable or want you to make them feel comfortable about their savagery. So, what Brother Tim said when he was on the show, he said, Here it is, these crackers felt the nerve to give him a raise. And it was the crackers who put down how good he was doing this, this, and this, and that. And when he brought to the attention that, well, if I was doing so good, why the fuck y'all only give me like a 5% increase in my raise? And the cracker bitch said, You're making me feel uncomfortable. You see what I'm saying? That's exactly what's going on right now, where where you have to, you know what I mean, make Europeans feel comfortable what's going on. So there has to be somebody saying, well, if we would just get this together and we would just get that together, you know. It could be all right. Yeah, we'll be all right. Maybe if we dressed a little better. If niggas ain't succeeding in America because niggas ain't wearing suits. And if every nigga had at least three suits in his closet, man, shit, man, we could take this motherfucker off. <laughs> that shit ain't finna happen.
4: Ah! Yo, you fucking sick with that. I, yo, just hear you say that now, that's...
6: But take it to look at it from this perspective. To prove how, what, what, what the brother was saying in that context, Europeans making Europeans feel comfortable. Europeans are more comfortable with, uh, with black men wearing pink shirts, being homosexual. Wearing high heels, than a nigga wearing a daishiki, for example, because like Professor uh, uh, Jeffrey pointed out, in his the minute a nigga says or or or, or a black person says we want to uh, have history from an African perspective, the first thing that goes off a European head is oh he he doesn't want to go to the program. You know what I'm saying? And We're not saying we racist. We're not saying we anti this. We anti that. We just saying hey man, we are gonna look at things from an African world perspective. And we automatically put in category because they don't have the patience or time to analyze shit. You see what I'm saying? Because in their white supremacy, they they send, the European created fast food. See what I'm saying?
8: <laughs>
6: right? Good. Food. Everything takes the African knows everything takes time, even food to make. Right? But yeah, you know, I'm giving you an analogy. Even the US, the European mind in his impatience, he created the notion of fast food. So he wants to be the one to rush good things into being, and that's not what's going to happen. And in the case with Leonard Jeffrey serving that cracker, you know, it just shows you the the uh, the, the uh, techniques used by the European. If anything, um,
9: brother, born
4: is that on YouTube? No, brother. No, he gave that to me. He gave that to me when I was at the when I seen him at the airport. Yeah, now he gave that to me out of his bag in the airport. That's respect. I was like, yo, I was was happy as hell. He was like, yo, hold on one second. And went to his bag. Because we we were talking and that came up, this conversation. um, His response to Mayor Ed Koch about the pyramids came up in the conversation. I said something to him about that. And so, you know, we just still was talking, waiting for the bags to come, because like I said, we was on the same flight, but we waiting for the luggage to come and shit, Um, and then he like, yo, he like, hold on one second, and he went over to his bag, Ryan came back and was like, huh there you go, fine, I I looked, he was like, yeah, that's just a conversation between me and him, I was like, oh, I hate, hell yeah, I said, like, hell yeah, <laughs> do that in my pocket ASAP, thank you very much, thank you very much, very, very much, that made me feel happy about doing you know saying, cause you know that just made me. That made me feel happy about um, you know, just putting in a, a little thing for him. So that made me feel good. I was like, damn, son, that's what, that's what's up right there, man. One good turn deserves another, cause I did some gratitude to him that I didn't even just. I wasn't. I didn't want nothing back. I didn't even expect to even see him, um, when I got off the plane, cause I knew that I was getting off the plane last. I expect that he'd been already gone. So, you know, but the ancestors was working with us, he let me know he was seventy nine years young, about to go to Ethiopia, um, for a little conference, you know what I mean? Family building up, starting to do everything all black, no crackers involved, you know what I mean? So, you know, um you know, we we just chopped it up a little bit, you know, on on just on uh, how we were just just, just like. It's a nice
7: little conversation. It's crazy, man, because it's, it's really, it was probably just a coincidence that he had that will. Probably ain't just walk around with, with that with him all the time, you know what I'm saying? You know, that, that's the ancestors at
4: work right there, man. Black Power, man. Uh, already Black Power. I didn't even think about that.
7: Bro, for you to even know that, that had to show them that you had goddamn really been knowledgeable, bro, about the shit. You see? Shit. Yeah. That's just, man, bro, I could just imagine it, man. that piece right there, brother boy, man. Real right. talk,
4: man. Hell, sir, when I see them, listen, listen, right? I just wrote them a note when I first see them, right? I see them on the plane and shit. I'm like, oh, shit. You don't. Know, yeah, I said the shit mad loud. You know what I mean? And so people around me like, yo, what the fuck? And so I'm like, yo, I, I'll just snatch my phone and start taking pictures of him. Why he you putting his luggage in the fucking rack? <laughs> right? uh, and so he sit down. He's a, <laughs> he a couple of rows in front of me and shit. So I'm like, damn. I'm like, yo, I'm going to catch him. So at first I'm, I'm in there nodding and miss the motherfucking, the people with the food cart because I could have stopped them. So I take a piece
8: of fucking some flight paper,
4: I'm writing on top of writing. I just wrote him a note just tell him that I appreciate, you know what I'm saying, everything that he done, you know, just the work that he done put out. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, just a little note like that, you know what I mean? Boom, folded it up, you know what I'm saying? And and paid for it. And hit him off, and boom, and just went through it like that. And gave it to the motherfuckers, to the stewardess. Like, yo, listen, get get it to the elder in the front. You know what I'm saying? She knew exactly what I was talking about, too. <laughs> right the she went up there and gave it to him. Boom. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I seen him reading it. I was like, all right. He ain't throwing it in the trash. Then when he got off the play, he turned around, no looking to see who, who sent the note. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing the black power, black power. You know what I'm saying? to the fifth. And he was like, all right, you We're know I mean? in business, this, man. We you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, nah, I told you my power, you know what I'm saying? Fuck that. You know, we all do shit. <laughs> what else I'm about to say? <laughs> that's, that's the L. That's how you live in Jeffrey. I'm trying <laughs> hard. We're in business, man. man. <laughs> no, but y'all, it's like getting there, baby. Don't worry about it. The L is up here. Don't worry. We got this shit under control. Oh, uh, man. But it was, it was like, I'm saying something, and y'all listen, right? I ain't never been like, I really felt starstruck, like. And I, and like, I really, I really admire his work.
5: So, it was a good thing. But
7: yeah, and then he hit me off with that, and we chopped it up for a little while. Um, doctor, that's 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 what that's what you know. What I'm saying that's the legacy, man. We gotta be goddamn me trying to leave. You know what I'm saying? Thinking when when it's thirty, forty years from now, man, and and, and, and the youngsters running to us. You know what I'm saying? See. that's black power right there, bro. That's letting you know my nigga, your fight, your fight was well
4: fought. I'ma say right, listen right, me and my little talking right, we like yo, you don't get rich, you don't get rich trying to do this, you don't get rich, and you can see the brother ain't getting rich. He's doing this out the love for his people. He ain't getting rich doing this shit. You know what I mean?
2: Real, real talk out.
4: real talk man. Yeah, not nah, a real talk, man. Not flying on the same flight I'm flying on. I'm flying on the motherfucking Frontier. This shit is the, the low of the low. They got paid 120 for the round trip. This shit ain't got no first class, nigga it's all the same. All the same class. Look, get in here. So you know I am and I'm looking, I'm like, yeah, Now nah, he not he ain't got no he ain't got no he ain't got no gators and Gucci Manucci. You know what I'm saying? That that brown like jacket you see him in, that's what he wearing. You ever see him, like, yeah, especially nowadays, you see him, he's going to have his brown, black, and it's got, like, it's black and brown, really. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, it's like, it looked like a heavy coupe. It looked like a heavy dashiki. That's what it looked like. But it looked like it's made out of mud cloth, like. That's what he's wearing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they got the spot out here in the, in the
2: deep, man, uh, in Africa. They sell the
8: little
2: kind
7: of dashiki.
4: Like yeah, but see, you don't get rich doing this, man. This ain't about games. This ain't the get rich route. You know what I'm saying? Going about freedom for your for your people ain't through, and this ain't the um uh, this ain't gonna be the you know the 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 jeeps, the Lexus, the beamers and the Vans. It ain't gonna be that shit. Bentley, what they call it? Bentley, Bentley, Benz, and Beamers? Say that say that road. Yeah, well um what's going on out there? Brother Cole, is you out there? Or, or sister McKee, you out there? What y'all think about uh Brother Leonard Jeffries uh um, in his discussion with Ed Cop Cole? Um well, it was semi
7: difficult for me to hear everything, but um, from what I heard,
9: what I was able to pick up is that he was um he wasn't cutting that cracker no slack. That uh, the cracker kept
7: cutting him off. I was over here laughing. Yeah, you know what I'm,
4: I'm gonna, gonna... Go, gonna do? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna try <laughs> to, to see about uploading it so then we can all get it. Like I said, it's on a CD. So I should be able to do that. I should be able to burn it and, and upload it song. something. I'm about to get
7: mm-hmm. Yeah, but what I could hear sound like it's a, a pretty good interview. Uh, that's
9: that's recent?
4: No, nah, that ain't recent at all. That ain't recent at all. That was when Ed Cox was the mayor. That was, like, that was 90s. It was 90s when this was. Let me make let me uh, it don't got the, don't got the date on this. It don't got the date, but this was the nineties. Oh, okay. What was the last year Ed Cox was was mayor? Just a what
9: was the last year was? I don't know. I'm I'm gonna say like maybe ninety two. I think Dinkins came in around there. Huh. You um, think' Dinkins was the mayor with um, Gavin Cato. Yeah,
2: um, yeah, the cool.
9: Jews ran over the seven-year-old boy, Crown Heights Brooklyn. Yeah, I think it was... <laughs>
4: Had to be right there, like I said, right there. The ninety, I think, because they were talking about the article from '86. So, at cops left, '91, '92. This this was a couple years after that. So, we, I, I was suspect it was in between
6: '89 and '91. Uh I love I love y'all accents out there, man. Crown
5: Heights, Brooklyn. Italia as an ore guy, you know.
8: <laughs>
5: yeah, man. Whew.
4: But yeah, it was it was all, it, it was during the time though right then when that was happening though, it was definitely during the time where they was getting – it was it was difficult for them elders. It was difficult for the people who were dropping jewels to really keep being able to put it out there. You know what I mean? They were they was they were losing they was losing their livelihood. Period.
9: Yeah.
4: And right now the like you know what i right now the shit that they was putting out right now we say that shit freely, Brothers, You know you know black you you definitely right about that. But well, some definitely right about that you know what i'm saying we we speak it freely when they were paying they were and
8: still paying they were still paying the court. mhm
9: yeah he he um bounced um eighty nine was his last time, so I guess Dinkin came in nineteen ninety some shit. <clears throat> but Dr. Linda Jeffries and um they had that shit right there at that time, um where they had came together with this thing called the curriculum of inclusion, and they was calling out um New York Ed and shit for the bullshit curriculum that they was uh, teaching our babies and teaching the children in the public school system at that time, and it wasn't just dumb like they had got um Dr. Linda Jeffries and they got like um some. Oh, I, I don't know how else to say but aware they own history type, uh, that was also like um those African well they consider themselves African that spoke Espanol. you know, they came from Puerto Rico, that kind of shit, the Caribbean type thing, um, Hispanics and as well as those that call themselves natives here. It was like they got a whole coalition of people, um, Asians and the whole shit and they was battling and them cracker Jew small hat beast they were swinging, you know You um, had a bitch named Diane something I can't think of the Cracker Beast bitch last name And Arthur Schlesinger You know And um, Diane Ravage, some shit like that And Arthur Schlesinger And they was using New York Times And all of that to get at Dr. Little Jeffries And Dr. Clark in the
4: head mm-hmm.
9: I hate them
4: they hate them brothers. Then, all that information to you know, awaken your goddamn mind. And, and, and when you get a sense of power, man, that's what you're gonna be powerful. And when you can talk to, and when you can tell the people that they're powerful, what else they going? They ain't got no, nothing else to do. They have no other choice but to appertain to that power, which is already in their grasp.
9: Okay. City College may not have prestige now because it ain't all Cracker Beach school, but City College is where the Cracker Beach uh, bastard Giuliani went for free. Uh, what was the former Cracker governor here? Upper you know what I'm saying? So, Dr. Linda Jeffries is the head. You got tenureship there. They're trying to take that away. You got Dr. Ben teaching at one of their crazy prestigious Cracker B schools here. Cornell? Oh. How, how did we let that happen? You got Dr. Clark at Hunter Co- How did we let this happen?
5: Black power, man. <laughs> Suck up in there on that bitch (laughs) ass.
4: going on during that time, you know, right then and there, you know, are um, you saying that. There was a change over in a lot of different cities. I can remember that that time and we was getting changed over to crack. It was a it was a super crack era. Very
9: much so.
3: Huh?
9: Very much so, yes. At the same time that you had people walking around with X hats on. Yeah. You know, you had public enemy out. Rock Who G Rap dropping the street willingness on you. King son. Oh come coming. on now, come on now. King son, all right. He's the reason why Ice Cube couldn't come to New York for a minute. They haven't had a meeting. Chunk D and Nation of Islam. They had to have a get together, make it peace. Yeah,
4: yeah, King, something serious too. Okay. But- Serious. Real G shit. I got this song right now on rotation. What it is to be black. I might play that
1: for y'all. Eyes point.
9: and Earth was big. It wasn't huh? nothing to see somebody rocking a brother rocking a hat with the star and the crescent, yellow and black. Huh? This
4: is, this is, it was, yeah, they was you know they were trying to come back. That's when everybody started to come back. It was it was easier for you to come back because you could see that you saying that. See, that's where you could see that it was a it was a duality in the in the nation of gods and earth. Because even though he how he was rocking that, and I know they let him be talking some Asiatic shit. He wasn't talking no Asiatic shit. He was talking African. Because you
9: have people rocking African metalians. You know. Shorty, I don't know what it means, but you, you you see it. You know what I'm saying. You had had the Niggas
3: the, the biggest
4: one. In the videos. <laughs> Brother Doug, know, I used to get video music box. Rob McDaniels. No, we used to get the, um, remember we was get what you call it, sound Five Freddy early. And yeah, Five Freddy was getting a juke, some type of jukebox shit.
1: Yeah, jukebox.
4: Oh, so okay. We was getting the mayor. We was getting the mayor. Uh, the nigga, what's his name? He got the ball.
9: We was getting that shit, too, but we had Ralph McDaniels on on, on the community-type shit radio. That was, Uh, like, really the first shit, you know what I mean?
8: uh, Something like getting
9: street hip-hop videos you wouldn't see no place else. Ralph McDaniels had that. Nah. If we had it, I wasn't looking at it. (laughs) If we
4: had it, I didn't. I didn't see them trays. All we got to see the the live shit when you would go to Maryland. We used to go to DC, that's when you could go see the live shit. The D C about yeah, around eighty nine ninety when the when music started coming out. I mean, people have videos have to be in D C and they had the um, the video thing where you can pay for your shit. And they'll play every they everything. Anything. That was the first time I seen um NWA straight out of Compton. And we're talking about the box. Yeah, the, the box, y'all. Yeah. That's it, the box. The music box. Yeah, we got that video up there. All you gotta do is just wait. You gotta wait for somebody to buy it. do
8: wait for somebody to buy
7: it, son. I told
4: niggas do. we was
7: we used to wait and watch the numbers at the bottom, wait for the numbers to come across. So, the no video
4: to pop up. <laughs> You know it's coming somebody shit. No it's coming. Somebody gonna pay for it. It was hot. Oh man. Man. I now that was wild. I wonder who used to pay for them. I don't never remember being we had to get shit. I was too young to just try to buy some shit like that. And my and my grandmother wasn't never allowing us to pay for no shit like that. I don't know. We ain't even
7: out yeah, of that shit.
4: going down shit. Man. Buy that shit if you
1: want to. You're going to give stuff. <laughs> yeah, not shit. There's no shit like that. <laughs> we used to catch some heat for that shit, <laughs> dude. I, I, used to, I used to call in and shit and order some of that shit. Because all they do is just put it on your phone bill. My mama's like, what the fuck is the box? This is jukebox shit. Man. Ordering what that shit, guys. What's
7: that? Well, peace to the niggas like you that took that chance,
1: man. See, I know mean, niggas was, no, good so. it, was bro.
8: Yeah. Niggas was so into it,
1: like when that uh, ghetto boys, my mind playing tricks on me, and this shit come out. Man. That shit, just classic shit. Man, but man. you be so into the culture, a nigga look shit. My, you young. My mother was. Huh? <laughs> what?
4: Box was it,
1: did there fit some boxing in that motherfucker, all right. Oh, oh. oh yeah. This <laughs> uh, was, was catching heat, though, you know what I'm saying? It was catching heat, but it was like, it was worth it. You know what I'm saying? To see that black mold. <laughs> I got you open this shit. Like, fuck, I got to check. I got to see that. Really, it was one, that one shit G-Rap came out with. He talked about he was working for the mob and shit. I used to love that joint. I can't remember the name of it. Huh? Big <laughs> Blue.
9: Man, L- that, that was
1: an incredible time the L- right there. The L Street Blues is the name of that. You lose. Nah, nah, nah. It's not that one. It's not that one. There's another one we're talking about. He was working for the mob, and then he he, he he had to get his girl and in break because they were chasing him. He had to kill them all. Oh, I know what you're talking him. about. I
9: know that what you're talking my... about. Oh, yeah. oh, hold on. That was my shit. About... It was running uh-huh.
1: something. It was running
9: something. Uh
1: huh. Yeah, yeah,
9: yeah, I know what you're talking about.
1: That shit, yeah, yeah. That was my shit right
9: there. Yeah. But it was an ill time. It was nothing you could go up on the app and see niggas selling incense and uh, oil, you know, that's niggas rock that cologne. Then You know, that was your cologne and shit, your perfume. You go up on the Damn. app, you see niggas selling the little uh, <laughs> nation of Islam books and pamphlets and <laughs> have all kind of motherfuckers out there.
4: Yeah. It's ill time. And
9: Harlem was the
4: marketplace. They shut that shit down. You know it's, it's, it's real Harlem real America and America and the marketplace for the people to come to and they really
8: would really,
4: be on because too many people would be able to eat. They would being able to live in New York off of the money they was making on the street and not paying taxes on a lot of that bread. So, you know, this was really was like, hold up. Man. That
9: was the beauty of New York. Huh? That was the beauty. And you huh? had the little... See, Harlem g- got sprung off in other boroughs, too, like how I mentioned the ad. That was like a mini hall a mini no. hundred twenty fifth. Everywhere. I'm you... here, Fulton Ave, a mini hundred twenty fifth. That concept. Been able to push your
4: product. Well, no, a product, Turn people to people, deep. negotiate right then yeah. and there. Somebody got the thing, rubbing. You got the thing, rubbing again. But Jim used to go to Boulevard, the King Boulevard, Rockall, every, everywhere turns out it, it was just because it's a port. You know what I mean? New York City is a port city, also. It just really helped out that marketplace then. They just, uh, it's war. You know what I mean? That's what I say. This is what happens in war. You don't realize you're in a war. This is what happens.
9: Guliani killed that shit, though. You know, Guliani and the black traders that was involved.
5: That was the
4: thing that people came to holler for, just to see that going on. There wasn't too many other reasons to do it. What not too many other reasons at all. What
5: else was going on
8: there? The
4: drugs there.
9: I would have loved to see Harlem, though, or, you know, in the day of Malcolm X and Marcus Garvey, where you just get out there and just start, you know, seeing them kick it to their people. Like, there had to be something, yo. Know, you know what I mean? And they said they was pulling up in Harlem with 100000
5: in the trunk.
2: I can't remember what documentary I was watching. He
7: said, Man, there wasn't nothing to see somebody pull up in Harlem with a hundred thousand in the trunk. I said, God damn, that nigga gonna do it.
2: They talking about Pee Wee Kirkland. That's what that's that's what was we'll speak. That's what we we'll talking. Pee Wee Kirkland. What year?
5: What year is that? Trying to think of what time frame he was
2: talking about.
4: Kirkland was a little early, probably the guy the era running the guy era. Now that's starting to run into uh, uh, eighty seven and stuff, man, them niggas is out of here. This is a new era. That's the that's the that's the Supreme team and and the you know what I'm saying, the real purple city niggas. That's about being Harlem anyway.
7: So so during, so let me ask this: when, when Malcolm X was when Malcolm X was rocking, was that during the same time as like uh, I mean another year? But I'm saying like was that during the same time period of of Madam Queen and and Bumpy Johnson and that, or so was that, that
1: after?
4: That's close to the same era. Yeah, that's that's.
9: That's pretty close to the same era As a matter of fact I'm going to Google that right now So I can make sure I'm Google it I'm going to say Wouldn't it have to be before
7: If you got um? Wasn't that um Luciano in that shit? Luciano Luciano. That was at the time Of that Quez Luciano
9: I'm saying in the movie Wasn't it Charlie yeah. Luciano?
1: All right. mm-hmm. uh, all right. That
4: was in the right. 30s and shit.
9: 20s and 30s. 1962. Bumby died in 1962. Yeah, so that had yeah. to be before him. Yeah. Because you can't have Charlie Luciano in there. Running shit, you know, popping off. Coming to take over Harlem. That's
5: before Malcolm. okay
7: so so, uh, so yeah. then maybe Frank Lucas there around the time of Frank Lucas? Look, look, all
4: right, hold on what, hold on, Luciano is from uh luciano eighteen ninety seven and nineteen sixty two so during that during that time, Malcolm and them had came through there,
9: no, but in the movie, Luciano is just popping off and taking over Harlem Brother born That got to be at least 20 to 30 years.
1: Yeah, that was in the 30s that they was doing that shit. If he died in 1962,
9: you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I understand what you're saying, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Calucci. I know it's like
9: the top top bill on that. 50s, he's the Prohibition era. Like the 30s and the 40s.
7: I'm just I'm just really trying to get the context of the you know what I'm saying. I like to look uh-huh. at the whole you know what I'm saying, the whole. And I just had never thought of that, like. So I kind of use this as my brainstorming. <laughs> Damn.
1: I know this. I didn't know Luciano called a
2: thirty-year sentence from the from the
4: motherfucking beef. And they let him out during World War Two, and he got to live over there, in his, and, and he he just flew out of the country. hmm. Yes, indeed.
5: Damn.
2: That cracker, go. Damn. It was. Now, how. Well, what, isn't
5: what, the mob the army of the Catholic Church? See?
4: Y'all
7: listen, this is what the fuck.
4: In New York That's exactly what that is, though, man. Okay, hey, this was the reason why they They said they took it down because the Navy the Navy wanted to use the docks in New York. And they knew they couldn't use the docks without the mob's uh, motherfucking approval. So they took it down with Louisiana to build a and They even let it go.
5: One Luciano wasn't he an Italian Jew,
2: like a WAP Jew?
9: I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Now he hung out with a Jew. Yeah, he hung out with a Jew. You know, did business with a Jew.
4: <laughs> you know, he could. You know, who knows? Who knows about them the party? He might. You know. Uh
9: on my motto, uh, who ain't a Jew? That, that's what I thought. <laughs> no, really.
0: Because when I you know, find out you how know.
9: so many, like, changed their names hey, uh, for hundreds of percent. years and
4: shit.
1: Played hey. a tag with these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it
9: became Catholic. Became Wax.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: Mabbed
9: into the families. Uh,
4: playing duck, duck, duck.
5: That little
2: joint holding them though. That's a good little flick right there. Oh, good. Oh no, though I thought it was a wonderful interview, though man, I really
5: did.
4: I'm going to definitely get it downloaded and let everybody hear from it home. Send in all kinds. No, it
5: would be cool, though.
1: We could um try to set up a little a little fun, man, for the elders. Some of the more you know, some of our people that still couldn't be down. We might, you know, if everybody trying to drop you know, five, ten dollars a month or something. Uh, try, to uh, uh, the you,
4: you,
2: you try to show
1: a little appreciation for the people, so like you said, even laid it down for so the natics. You're right about that
4: too. Oh
1: shit. It ain't hard to do. Just you know, a couple people organizing. And
4: just... Some people to drop five hours, man. We can better distribute
1: it. Tell me.
4: At least we got to start off somewhere. And we can choose. We can start off here on feet on the ground, and we can start in, in March. We can start. We have a official kickoff, that you know, and we have a feet on the ground um, somewhere. Where is a? Uh, you know, can, we can distribute the money through PayPal or something like that. And just in case you don't feel comfortable, you can always contact PayPal, and they'll get you back. You know what I'm saying. But you know, um, yeah, to set something up like that would be perfect. At
2: least we can do right
1: there. That's a small. That's just a smaller token of appreciation.
4: Not much, cause we don't need a little from a lot goes a long way.
2: No I yeah.
1: it's about consistency. That's all it is.
4: Uh, we ain't trying to break nobody's pockets. We just know that a little, a little from by help
1: out. Ain't no polite. This ain't no polite hustle and shit. Uh, we
4: ain't
1: gonna get you no sovereignty papers. None of that shit.
4: God. won't be no sovereignty for here. Yeah, won't be no
1: sovereignty <laughs> <laughs> We ain't
4: got no kidney waters, no calcium waters. we ain't got no magic potions or none of that. All, all we got is, all, all I got is my word that we are going to definitely make sure that any monetary donation is going to, you know what I'm saying,
8: one of our elders will definitely
4: um, at the least, deserve, you know, for the people to pay. You know, man, why not? You know, when the elders get older, you do. You're supposed to, you're supposed to go to their door. You know what I'm saying? Drop off a little of this, a little of that. You know, I like to, you know, somehow I, used to, you know, I used to see people go. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's people who used to go see Dr. Ben, and then I start seeing them start post some of the pictures. But there's people who used to go see him, and then, you know, just to make sure that he was all right. People that I know, they just go by, and you know they let people know that let's going to see Dr. Ben. What you trying to do? You send a couple of dollars, and, and you know the, the main thing is just get whatever Dr. Ben say he like. No doubt. Say what he like, that's what, that's what you get. I know specifics on it. You know what I mean? And because you know that's the only. What else? You, what else can you do?
1: carry on their works
4: and
2: shit. Couldn't be having to be out here fucked up though.
5: Certain degree.
1: Sure. And what you can do on that, bruh, once you get your family, try to put like said, put a little PayPal or something together. Even if you just get a little address to make a little money with or something niggas can send something to. The motherfuckers yep. make sure they, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing but blessings gonna come out of that shit, no way.
2: You know what I'm saying?
1: Ain't nothing but good shit come out of that. I don't care what nobody's talking about.
7: Mhm.
1: That's real talk,
7: man. You know what I'm
1: saying? That's real talk,
7: shit. I'm back, and that's the only way we're gonna be able to God keep there, keep, keep, keep them at least. You know at least keep the youngsters at least feeling like it's it's some kind of hope in this shit, man, like if I do go the route of of being a of being a teacher or 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 you know what I'm saying a uh a, a activist or or this or you know what I'm saying playing your role in this black power movement, you gotta know that it's gonna be some support for you, man, you know what I'm saying, some kind of support for you. We got a whole goddamn nah,
4: no era of niggas that die broke, like you said, man. You know what I'm saying? The day you decide to stand up and be an African, there should be some other Africans out there raising to link with you. You know what I'm saying? And we're supposed to support each other as Africans. That's, that's our theme. Our theme is a collective. We're a collective people. We ain't a singular people. We're not individuals. You know what I'm saying? So that's... that's that's
7: definitely um, most important about how we deal with it with those who are giving. See, yeah, bro, we be we be uh, doing the little barbecues and shit, bro. You hear me? That's a mm-hmm. one 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 nigga with five dollars ain't gonna be able to get no meat. But goddamn me, twenty niggas with five dollars, man, you have enough meat. Goddamn me and extra. You hear me? Yeah. Sure. It's a different, you know what I'm saying? It's a whole nother. See, that's how I... I was that's how we do. About, exactly. You hear me? Okay. Exactly, man. Do. you going to have to meet the side and some more niggas be able to take home a plate. Yup. Yup.
4: you going
9: And some to uh, feed those who didn't put in, who may All not right. have it, but they peoples. Come eat. Yup. You're
4: going to have to put the X's. Now
7: you saying? you did that on the regular. Exactly. I live on the yo. I,
4: I just moved from, from. Like we did that. I'm saying almost for the summertime, almost every summer, we cook. We cooked out three, three to four times a week, easy, and just come eat. Man, it is what it is. Come eat. The people here, they we cooking. The grills is just popping. Even if the adults can't all eat,
7: all the kids definitely can eat. No matter who house they from, all these kids can eat. Brother boy, man, I was I was chopping it up with my partner the other day, right? And you know, you know, he 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 kind of like listened to a lot of the uh, conspiracy theory things. You know, he's conspiracy theorist kind of nigga. You know what I'm saying? And and I mean, the goddamn me. Value of the dollar having no value, that shit scaring the shit out of them, right? But, but, you know, I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but I tell them, man, shit, when that motherfucker drop, shit, we we as niggas, we we ain't going to be fucked up about that shit. You know what I'm saying? We we just Mm -hmm. got, we we used to not having shit, right? So I said, my nigga, all this shit going to make us do is depend on each other more. Right. We do that shit. That shit is destroying some shit.
4: hmm You listen. know what I'm saying? And, and,
7: and it go, I mean, I was just speaking to that from, from what we just talked now with, with my nigga. We put our little shits together. Your little shit together may make a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Real tough shit. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all understood that or not, I don't know, but you know. I <laughs> oh, oh, mean, that's how they listen that's how. That's how it works when you when you understand the science of being a collective and being a unit.
4: No matter where you go mm-hmm. to now, I don't make noise, But we can look at we can look at other um people who are collective like that and see those type of principles happening because that's like how the ages are coming together and they all collectively work at one spot and then after they collectively put their stuff together, they'll open up another. You know what I mean, but it's all of them doing. You know, one of them belonged to this one, the other one belonged to the other one who was there second, then the third, then the fourth, and they just work that shit like that. But it's all about collective. Not to make comparison to anybody who's other than us, but just to have that um, understanding of how collective works, and you you can see it going on when you collective amongst your own race.
1: Yeah. Always power in numbers, man. That's the universal law right here. Five fingers make a motherfucking fist.
9: I like to say something about the taking care of elders. You know, um, I think that uh, elders that have put in the work, um, like Dr. Linda Jeffries and the ancestors that came before. Him. Um, I, I think that is definitely um necessary. And I but I say that with caution. I say that with caution because um, I don't want um the role that Dr. Leonard Jeffries um has played or uh, the service that he has given Um, To be used by those that um, Or to be looked at in the same light By those that haven't done that Kind of consistent work and service like that You know what I'm saying And um, are riding on the coattail Of the path that Dr. Linda Jeffries And Dr. Ben and Dr. Clark And um, Dr. Khalid have, have laid uh, before, you know, that have laid down. Because if our people weren't getting caught up with such charlatans or such types, there would be a lot more resources for oh, yeah. those like Dr. Leonard Jeffries.
1: Yeah. Right, like you were saying, uh, Brother born too, like niggas don't you're not you're not gonna get rich off this shit. So when you see these, like it's the same. You see these charlatans with this bread. It's because them motherfuckers is working against it. black liberation. They working status quo for the system. Right. That's why Faircon allowed to have those types of. Uh, niggas can have all those resources because they know he he, he already doing with. It. He's working against his people pretty much. He's getting benefited from selling his people out. Because if you got somebody like a Leonard justice or, or a Dr. John like they're not going to get access to that type of wealth and resources. They'll be an enemy considered the enemy of the state. So they're going to try to minimize. It's funny, too, because the first thing that they do when they start investigating cash like Malcolm, they're like, where is he getting his money from? they immediately try to look to cut off your fucking resources.
9: I, I think we got too many buffers in between. You got too many fake things mm-hmm. in between standing in, in front of the real. You know, um, what if those people, what if people who have contributed to Uh, say, you know, I don't even want to say the nigga name, but, you know, to one of the charlatans that's out. You know, I don't think you done put enough time and enough work to uh, be worthy of the dollar of the people. Where those like Dr. Linda Jeffries, Ashwar Kwezi, you know what I'm saying, Boba Maddox, they have. They have. And they are worthy of financial support uh, to lay down whatever uh vision they have for our B for Hody A. You know, who who wouldn't support uh a vision that Dr. Leonard Jeffries lay down, understanding the work that he done put out here. Oh uh, Crazy Obama, so we got too many in betweens, you know, we got too many I hate to say it but it, it, you know, you got the Uma Johnson and the police and all them them types like that. Oh, voice walkers, them types. Now nah, get the fuck up out of here. Wow.
4: Oh. The, the less brown. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> You can
4: expect a great experience because we are all about you, Come on down. Have a couple
9: books. Come on. Say hello to our feet. Hold up,
4: that's
2: why you got your background going crazy. I thought someone was playing something. You got me, dude. Oh, my God. not am I something? No. No, it's back. if
5: oh, you got a TV in your background,
9: Go I just see them types as being another hindrance, um, another drain on the community uh a drain on the community
5: empowerment at the end of the day. Right, I have to agree with
4: that. And, uh, you know, it's the basic thing of us always looking for a savior. So we allow, we have allowed ourselves to be, um, you know, duped by any and everybody. And now, you know, we're coming to a point where we're getting duped so much that the onus falls on us
8: now. And the only way that we're going
4: to end this is those who see us getting duped that have really put feet to the fire. We can't allow we can't allow people to tell us that listen, no, we shouldn't go after our own brothers and sisters, uh, because that's what racism white supremacy want us to do. What what the fuck? What should you be robbing me, scamming me, tricking me out of my money, not giving the product that you're supposed to give? And if we catch you not doing it, should we not make an example of you immediately? So the other ones, no, don't come here with that. We're not doing that this time. You know what I mean? So we can put that out there? Or should we just allow it to just keep going? What kind of shit is this? I don't understand where our people are at with that type of attitude. That is the ones who point out the incorrect or ask the questions they are the wrong.
5: hmm Wow. Oh. We got a lot of goddamn questions. We ain't trying to tiptoe this shit. let believe
2: so. We're going to get it in nice. We're going to get it in nice. We're going to you know, bring this
8: information in. Nice and tight for the people.
4: Because, uh, as I stated, right, you know,
5: we are not... Um,
4: uh we gotta we gotta right to tighten up. up. Those who we find are, uh uh looking us. We got to put their feet to the fire, man. And if not the fire, we gotta put it to the flame. So now how you wanna take it. No? we just tell it honestly that we don't need to be robbed in the African community. That that was the thing that we thought the white man did to us. But so maybe You prove it to us. Maybe people try to prove to us certain things that they say. We'll get to that.
8: Maybe they try to
4: prove some stuff to us. I think that that's what's happening. That People have told us that, uh, you know, people have uh, marked us out as certain stereotypes, and now they seem to want to walk us right into it. Expecting no pressure at all. No push back
9: No push back Because you got money Well you know I want to say that uh, Definitely feet on the ground Has been consistent um, Since I started tuning in um, When it wasn't attractive um, To hold the line Against those um, that are charlatans, you know, that um, the family saw, um, you know, pimping the people and with no agenda attached. I mean, the the hardest thing to do is to hold the line. The hardest thing to do is to... um Side with right regardless of Who it may be And I saw the family of Feet on the ground do that from day one With Polite uh, Down to Favrecoon. Regardless, regardless.
4: Right now, you, you know it's only going to be one direction So on, we'll keep going And you don't need to backtrack now. You know what I mean? That's that's, that's a lot of the way you don't need to backtrack now, man. We we not sitting here to put out dumbass uh dumbass thoughts. This ain't written rhetoric. This is this that real this that real shit they come out your mouth. There's a difference. If you don't know, go find out. Thank you, thank you. We say thank you to those who pretend like they hate us for making sure that we know what the term rhetoric
9: is. I Well, that's why you had, uh, you know, people coming at you to form allegiance who were now trying to hold a line because, you know, the uh, family, the uh, warriors on here, the men on here, and the queens, uh, the women on here, been doing that. So that's why, you know, for those who... Now I want to do that.
4: You, you, you had that kind of proposition. Yeah, glad to see we birthed a new generation. You know, they not quite like us. They're trying, but we birthed. You know, we helped birth. You know what I'm saying? Some, 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 some people who we know. I don't. I don't know. Maybe one day might open their eyes we they get that, you know, I ain't going to speak on them enough so they know what it is. That's it. But we're glad that we helped birth some some different styles out here. I'll show that, which is always a good thing. We need more than just one, through free media outlets. We need to have, you know, several. So then that way, because there's enough people for everybody. So that way you've got time. You can juxtapose the information. Between, you know, different people, everything.
9: That's real. But I you know the thing that attracted me was that y'all were uncompromisingly African out the gate.
4: Now that's number one. You know, see, that's how different teams. That's when y'all you come know, from the elders. When you listen to Doctor Ben, Doctor Clark. When you listen to them speaking to speaking to white folks, And they ain't bending at all, not a lick on where they stand at. You look at college not bending a piece, not a not an inch. On where you stand at, as to who who they are. The fucking we might want to be African first, second and third. Ain't no other place. We ain't got time for no other place. We don't owe nobody nothing but an ass whooping, as Dr. Clark said. Black house. Uh,
9: Black
4: house. Now, that's the only thing we need to be getting to. to get we you know don't owe them no place at the table, none of that. We don't owe you a spot, none of that. i uh,
2: Shay and people we
8: all
4: celebrate now myself uh, that's, that's that's real that's we that's how we falter right now is because we trying to get we want we want allegiance with everybody we want everyone to be a, and it don't work we look to, to align with them before we look to align with us we find a reason to tell each other nah, man you should uh man you shouldn't be mad at them you shouldn't be and before we find a reason to say yo we should be loving us
9: You know, and that's ill that you say that Because it it makes me think of, you know I don't want to be nothing but African You know, I ain't claiming nothing but African It disturbs me when I I hear my people, you know want to talk about they native Or we always been over here Okay, motherfucker, you want to say you was always here? Fine I'm not. Okay. I'm a part of that My offer that happens. I wear that with honor. Understand that.
4: No. No. Sister Casmere, you saying that. I got a I got a homie boy young boy right here in New Haven who do little uh music videos and shit. Mike. Mike does his DNA test, right? Now he he know he 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 already he, he African centered. So Mike does his DNA test. It comes back. Now his grandmother then told him that they native. So that's why they got that curly hair like that, cause they native. Test comes back, ninety-seven percent African, three percent native. <laughs> this nigga make a video So my grandma, you lied to me. Crying. <laughs> Girl, you know in the video. I was like, girl, you lied to me. She <laughs> told me we was dating. That's why my hair like that.
7: <laughs>
4: oh man, and, and you know it. <coughs> when you said that, it just reminded me of it—just how how people we get caught up. We made. You come back curly hair, and this is curly hair, Joker. Ninety-seven percent. I'm going to go for the African. I'm doing double this three percent over here.
9: <laughs> That's a lavish joke. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. Woo.
4: I said this joke is crazy. Watch, I'm gonna post it on my. I'm gonna post it on my wall. I it's, it's crazy.
9: Hey, grandma, are you lied to me. Yeah, oh, i Lied to me.
4: To be, he told me we was native. We was 3%. I thought that nigga, at least, look, at least you still got black feet, nigga. <laughs> you might not be a black foot, but you still got black feet. So you good. Okay. I say. We're going too far. We're going too far to be everybody
5: else. But we'll come around.
4: At least those who need to come around going we'll come around. Because I'm thoroughly convinced after after as y'all listen and the seeing these just come out like this, and knowing that all these people played a part in this shit, it wasn't just, listen, y'all had to be able to see this scam going on. And we knew a long time ago, but when you ain't got the evidence, because you ain't about to buy into it, and put your money on the line so he can dupe you, you know what I mean? All you can say is, man, that's like a scam, that ain't gonna work. But why you get the people come forward and say, look, he's scammed me. This nigga took my money and gave my money back. That's a problem. I was thinking, oh, man. I ain't even going to say nothing to him. I don't even want to say nothing to the show. Look, <clears throat> y'all, that video of the queen. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know.
9: At, at a certain extent too, I, I'm mad at them myself because, or maybe I can't be mad at you. You know, I don't know how you, you found out about the charlatan, polite. I, I, you know, but it, it 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 is becoming critical. How does the preacher get over on, on the congregation? Because even though. Uh, the uh, the cadence is of that other people. A lot of the words that he's using with that cadence that we use, that connection with us, motherfuckers don't know. And it's okay that you do not know. It is not, I'm not blaming you. It's not your fault that you do not know. But the thing is, is not having shame and not knowing and actually looking up what somebody say if you don't know what the word you just heard a motherfucker say, especially if it's on a video. Mm-hmm. Look that shit up.
5: Damn.
2: I don't
5: know how you, you can hear a nigga running game.
9: a black man tell you, when a black person, black woman, anybody, African tell you, you're your own worst enemy. What are you hearing? Well,
4: okay. mm-hmm. 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 well not, let's not hit that all the way, off. We're going to save that fire. we will save some of that fire. I shake. Let's save some of that fire from Saturday. Let's save some of that fire. So you know we got some questions. We've been laying in the cut.
8: Cool.
4: We'll deal with them. But look, I put that video in there since it come here inside a group inside the group. Um, um, Scammers No Mercy is the YouTube link. Y'all go to Scammers No Mercy. Yeah,
9: I've been watching
4: a few. I caught it. Yeah, go to Scammers No Mercy. Listen, they got one with yo, listen, right? The queen that I seen up there up on there, I've seen her before on like her first video. And she yo, I'm gonna tell you. When I seen that first video I said, This queen is crazy. I said, Yo, she not understanding that she got beat. She is crazy. She don't she's like still talking nice. Like I'm like she I'm like, yo, what the hell? She's blaming it all on business administration. Like listen, I know it's hard doing the business, You just gotta get your business practices better, brother. Love you. make sure you you know listen <laughs> to <laughs> you know what I'm saying And yo He went He went in On the sister Because she said She was going to pay To come up here To come see him About her money He's talking about Yo Is she going to try To come yelling oh, Alright all right, all right. All right, I'll talk to y'all In the back room Let's come on Because we We did a little Jeffries we don't want to start going into too many other topics on Think Tank Thursday. But the one thing that we have gotten accomplished on Think Tank Thursday, as we listen to the, the elder Linda Jeffries and just um, thinking about the work that a lot of our elders and ancestors put in without, uh, um, without a pension, without, you know, any 401Ks and things of that nature, you know, um, that at the least we could do is find uh, uh, find the elder, put together a little something, some type of care package, Something and make sure that we bless Our elders You know and show our um, You know so Our uh, um, Let me think Appreciation Show our appreciation for all the work That they put in Black power
9: mm-hmm. Black
4: power So uh, With that being said If anybody you know Um, We definitely thank everybody for coming out. If you got in a little bit late, go to the archive so you can listen to the initial uh, part of the show. which uh, We played the clip from Dr. Leonard Jeffries dealing with Ed Cox, the mayor of New York City at the time. Come check us out, though. This Saturday, Florida House Saturday, we're going to be getting it in the money. After you get the money, what are we going to do with it? we we'll are be getting it in on that. We got a lot of, you know what I'm saying, um we're going to do some head chopping, head rolls, some head rolls on go. So, then you know, this slaughterhouse, bring your aprons and all that, and we'll see exactly how we're going to deal with this thing. But um, definitely there's problems out here in the land, and so they need to be addressed to make sure that our people are aware of exactly what's going on and don't be um, – You know, don't get caught out. It also help your family not to get caught out. So do any of the family got anything they want to add on before we close this thing all the way out? Just uh, check on that little joint.
5: uh
1: that brother wants on the next one, you can put something together as far as
2: you know what I'm
4: saying.
1: Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Say that again? No, I was just saying just uh <clears throat> try to go deep in this just seeing, seeing how to put something together so we can put you know put a little less or something for the for the, for the elders and shit. That's it. Yeah,
4: oh yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Yup. Oh in the um in the next couple of weeks I'm saying by by uh all right, by February, mind, by February, we should have something rocking. Y'all look for it, you know, no later than like the second week in February. You know, look for where everything needs to be sent at and have everything set up. You know, we'll go through a process of maybe vetting out uh, four or five different elders who we can start off with, you know, just month after month or however much we get together, we can uh, distribute it evenly. Whatever I have you, but you know, we'll go we'll deal with all those um particulars but we'll have to just sit down and just hammer those out. I don't wanna just say that this is how it go right now. But I you know, as many people as possible being able to get uh, as many Africans as possible. To have an uh, input.
1: No doubt.
4: No problem, so yeah, that's that's what we'll be doing. So um, with that being said, though, like I said, me come check us out, Slaughterhouse Saturday. We'll be in here at the new time from now on is 10 p.m. Yeah, come on in, 10 p.m. Slaughterhouse House Saturday. We'll be getting it in nice. Oh, uh, and family, um, I got I got a, I got guests coming in next Tuesday. I got guests coming in next Tuesday. We got the Sports Academy we got a group of brothers who are going to come together. They teach chess every Saturday and a whole a um, couple of other different classes, take the youngsters on different events and everything. But some brothers who are really striving to um, give back in the community, putting in work in the community, um, being, you know, even though we won't, don't like to use the word mentor, but right now in, in colloquial terms we, we understand what it means. Um, but brothers who are giving uh, ASAPO warrior training to young little warriors, that's what I say, you know, uh, giving them some ASAPO training. So we'll have the brothers come in next Tuesday, and uh, just chop it up with us. Just, you know, just, you know we, just want to put, we just want to put the brothers' information out there, put, they, put what they're doing out there because they're doing a good thing in the community. And we want to highlight, you know, family who putting this, who, who out there putting in some work, spending some time with the youth. Spending some time because that's where, you know, that's one of the things that counts time. And so, with that being said, we like to um, end this with uh, praise, Matt Turner, glory to Garvey, long live the spirit the College of Dr. Khaled Muhammad, praise, Harriet Tubman, glory to Ida B. Wells, long live the spirit of Sister Fanny Lou B. 48 Crack in the Housemaker 2.